Hey everybody, this is the Unranked Podcast. Welcome back to the show. We've got our 174th episode. I'm Christian Humes. we got a couple other guys here on the show. First one, his name, Alex Marinella. Yep. Alex, tell us something about yourself that we don't know. Um, that you guys don't know? That none of you know? Yeah. Uh, I recently bought sweatpants shorts. Oh, that sounds comfy. Kind of yeah, like joggers, very, but shorts. They're very, very comfortable, actually. I love them, and I've been wearing them a lot. Probably okay. uh, I would wear these all the time if it didn't get too cold. I like that. Yeah. Let's check in with Tom. Tom, tell us something Alex doesn't know. Oh, that Alex doesn't know. Um... About Tom or just in yeah. general? I mean, I don't know. Tom has to tell us something Alex doesn't know. Oh, all right. Um... Oh God! Uh, Not so why easy. Am I completely blanking. I'm botching this. Um, <laughs> some of the Alex. I don't know. I've told Alex a lot. Uh, my mother is from Newcastle, England. Oh, all right. There we go. Where's regular castle? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, everywhere. They're all over. You can the find place. White Castle in Jersey. But if it's but if it's new, <laughs> right, but if it's Newcastle, where was the first castle? I don't know. I, well, I there's have York, no New York, Jersey, New Jersey. Where's Castle? You have Newcastle here well, in, in, in America So in well. Delaware, there's do, an old yeah. Newcastle. There's an old Newcastle in Delaware. Old Newcastle? Yeah. What's you know, what? I, read something, I read something once that the most popular street name was Second Street. Mm. What? I could be totally, oh, totally you know why? wrong. Because I bet a lot of first streets are Main Street. Oh, Main Street, then Second Street? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, if if anyone wants to fact check me on that, yes, go second, ahead. You're right. Most common U.S. street name: Second Street, then Third, then First. No. Which? Yeah. Which? Which? What word do you think is the most popular common U.S. street name that isn't a number? Lincoln. Uh, Maple. Nope. Park. Park. Uh, okay, sure. that's fair. Yeah, I sure. can see that. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. <laughs> fascinating titillating absolutely fascinating it's like that old saying why do we park in a driveway and drive on a parkway the the complexities of the human existence (laughs) cannot be (laughs) dealt with on such a humble podcast yes i mean we always talk about video games on this podcast nothing else so drive on a parkway park in a driveway hmm there's no answer. That's a great this. question. I mean, yeah, is, it, okay. is it because You're, the driveway is where you go, like before you drive, and the parkway well, the way I always is where you're driving a... before you park? You're driving on the parkway right. to go park. Well, okay. So the I don't know about a driveway, but I always understood. I could be wrong again. I don't know, but I always understood a parkway to mean that the start or the end of the parkway ends or starts at a park. Hmm. Yeah, like if it's Southern State Parkway, I think it ends at a park. I think, uh, again, fact check me on this bad boy, but <laughs> doing it right now. <laughs> but I think parkways are so named because they start or end at a park. Well, we've got freeways. I think that's because they're free and there's no tolls. Correct. And I think highway was maybe elevated. Oh, maybe. Okay. And then parkway starts or ends at a park. Fairway is, fairway is the same as a freeway, but it has tolls because you have to pay a fare. Throughway, yeah. What's a throughway? You're going through the state? 
I think okay. a throughway is usually like a road that's offset to the highway that doesn't have exit. So like you can get on yeah. and bypass. And sections. then X expressway, I think it's just like, it's just a, I think it's just like your regular run of the mill. And the driveway is connected to where you drive. So a, you park, drive onto a parkway the road. originally referred to a broad road through a park. Okay. And then a driveway came into written use a bit earlier than parkway. The word driveway didn't refer where the path was, but what the path was for. The earliest driveways were roads that ran alongside barns where vehicles like wagons could drive up and either offload cargo or take on cargo. Okay, so it's kind of like we're using the old word to explain something that isn't what it is anymore. Yeah. Same way that we like that we use the trunk of our car because it would literally be trunks of clothing and your luggage would be the mm. trunk that sat on the back of your car because there was no like the way we have trunks now. You would right. just add the trunk, your literal luggage to the back of your car. Yeah. And that would be the trunk. And then it would turn in. So I think that's where the driveway thing. Right. What other words? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a whole episode on this. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. yeah. This is, this is what people came for. Yeah. If anything, we're getting them thinking. People I mean, I thinking. think all of these things are so, more interesting than our Pokemon for this week. <laughs> well, okay. So let's, you know, that's a, that's a great place for us to transition here. Um, Pokemon 174. Yeah. Igglybuff. Oh. Which, as we know, was the Pokemon we were concerned Tom wouldn't be here for. Yeah. Also, Igglybuff, a.k.a. the Grim Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> right. And another um, one of these, like, uh, but it turns out Dan's know. the one that's dead, <laughs> right? So Dan's <laughs> oh, dead, no. and uh, yeah. So now it's just the three of us left. And here's um, here's, here's I actually have a complaint about Igglybuff. Whoa! Oh, okay. I was gonna say if it's a if it was a regular complaint, you gotta save that. It's a complaint about Igglybuff. Okay. Um, Jigglypuff is its evolution. Hmm. Yeah. Jigglypuff sounds more like. A name that Igglybuff should have, because Igglybuff has the name Buff in it, and right. Jiggly and Puff are like Whoa. soft. You know, it's like why is Igglybuff sound like a stronger name? Yeah, I feel that than Jigglypuff. Oh, even I, Wigglytuff, I, I, they should all be kind of rotated. I didn't understand what you're saying. So you're saying the Tough and Buff are like further along the evolutionary chain, whereas Puff is kind of like baby. That should be the yeah. baby. Jigglypuff yeah. should be the name for the baby. Igglybuff should be. So you're saying we're going from puff, we're going from buff to puff to tough. Correct. Which Maybe is... he's buff, and then he's got to puff up so that he's tough. I think Igglybuff is the most third evolution out of all three. In fact, like I think Wigglytuff should be demoted as well to second. Wow. So you think that they this should have been the third evolution, not the yeah. first? Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff, then Igglybuff. Then Iggly Buff. Iggly Buff. Iggly Buff and then I like what? the buff part the best in the names, mm. but I think Iggly is the worst part of Correct. any of the names. Correct. Okay. I, I'm, I'm in concordance the, with this. Glad we're all on the same page. Um, it's a fairy type. It's a normal type. It's got a weird little spiral on its head, and it's a fat pink blob. <laughs> it's a fat pink blob. Just not as yeah. fat as the other pink blobs. <laughs> I mean, how do we feel about it? We like it? What are, what are our thoughts? Stupid? I, I like all the pre-evolutions. What do you think, Tom? Oh, I was just going to say, out of all of the pre-evolutions uh, that we have this gen, I think it's the weakest. Like, I prefer Cleffa. I prefer Pichu. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I could get on board with that. What about the... Wait, but... 
But we also introduced a third evolution for Zubat. Yes. That's sort of pre-evolution. But, but it wasn't a pre, it was a post. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah okay. This is in this in second gen we get third and first stages for monsters that only had two or one. Have they ever added a stage in between? No, I don't think so. Mm, Has that no. never happened? But they have added like secondary so kind of like how branches. they added additional yeah. So they've added yeah. branches, but not right. in not betweens. Right. I'm, I'm curious as to how many OG two evolution or two level uh, Pokemon stayed that way. Because mm. in later gens, we keep getting some pre or post evolutions for some of the two level, you know, two evolution Pokemon in gen one. I'm really curious how many are actually left um, at that two level. I don't know. I just always wish that we would get a um, third stage for all the EVs, just because none of them are, are like competitive level as far as strength. Like mm. they're really good for a lot of the game, but not so great what? You'd for have the whole like f- you would have it evolve via an element, and then that element would have like a second evolution. Yeah, it could be that's actually that's whatever. actually a very good idea. Why they should have that's that? Dope. They should. And it should be, which we should combine it with the idea that, okay, you evolve it into, you know, uh, Flareon or whatever. And then once you get that bad boy up to like the high levels, then it evolves into this ridiculous, well, maybe not ridiculous, but this awesome, like jacked up version of that, you know, branch of Eevee. Mm, that would be But awesome. you got to earn it. You got to earn buff. it, though. Flare- Flare- Flareon buff. Yeah, but you got to <laughs> earn that shit. Like, because you could get Flareon early, so you got to earn the third evolution. You got to go all the way. Yeah, you got to bring that bad boy all the way up to like seventy or something. Yeah, I'd be totally down for that. Maybe 100%. that's what you know. What? Hold on, we'll do a whole new game, and it will be it should be Eevee Central and about like the mm. different elements, like a Captain Planet kind of a thing. Okay. And the um, and maybe like the what is it? What are those? What are the two Pokemon always called? The legendaries are is like the ultimate form of Eevee or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Questions? Like comments? Concerns? I like it. Yeah. 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 I'm in on it. Game freak. That sounds good. I'll uh, take a fee of a million dollars for that idea, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll totally so, implement that. <laughs> uh, I did look up Generation One Pokemon to see who has new evolutions. So yeah, Pikachu. A lot. Of- mm-hmm. Who got Pichu, and then eventually um, Alolan Raichu. Right, Clef, uh, Cleffa from Clefairy, Igglybuff, Crobat, right. uh, Gloom. This is one of the interesting ones. So Gloom, there's Oddish Gloom, Vileplume, but then you g- can also do Oddish Gloom, Blossom. Yeah, which is this generation. Mm-hmm. Same with Poliwag. There's Poliwag, Poliwhirl, Poliwrath, or Poliwhirl, Politoad. Right. I hate Politoad. Oh, and I, I like know that we'll get to him. Magnemite, Magneton, Magnezone. Yeah, uh, Magnum- Onyx Steelix. Zone. Execute got uh, Alolan Executor, which I actually like better than a regular Executor. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Say, there's the new Marowak. There's uh, Hitmonla- Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee get a pre-evolution and a third option, Hitmontop. Uh, Lickitung, Rhydon, Chansey, Tangela, Seedra, Mr. Mime, Scyther, Jinx, Electabuzz, Magmar, obviously Eevee. Porygon and Snorlax. Those are all the Gen One Pokemon that get new evolutions, yeah, or pre-evolutions. Fascinating. So it's like twenty. Oh, yeah, Munchlax. Good stuff. 
Yeah, I like Munchlax a lot. That actually yeah. might be my favorite of all yeah, of them. I, w- uh, I would agree with that. But, you know, we'll get we'll get to that later. We'll get there. Uh, you guys want to talk off topic? Sure, Chris. <sighs> I could use a coffee. At 8 o'clock? Oh, it's 5 o'clock for you. Um, yeah. So off topic, I'll hit. I'll take it first. So you know I've been into these British panel shows now. Um, so I was watching it at Ten Cats does Countdown, but I found something even better now. Okay, wait. What is that? What is what? Eight out of Ten Cats does Countdown. <laughs> so there was this panel show on. Uh, well, there still is. It's called Eight out of Ten Cats, and basically it's like two teams of three, and they're just answering like pop culture questions. And then mm-hmm. making jokes, and they usually have comedians on or people who are relevant at the time, and everyone. Yeah, you know, it's basically bull. It, honestly, it's basically bullshitting for like a half hour. Okay. Then they did a crossover show with a with this show called Countdown, which is one of the most boring shows on TV. Which is uh, they have you just... watched University Challenged? <laughs> no, but I'm sure that's probably just oh, as boring. It's, it's like Countdown, <laughs> but even oh boy. more dreary. <laughs> Countdown is incredibly boring, but they put the people who are on cat. Uh, 8 out of 10 cats on the show countdown in a crossover thing and it like was hilarious so then they started making 8 out of 10 cats does countdown so it's the funny people doing like the numbers like the math and the word games even though they're the most dry word games ever but like they make it funny now i found another show called would i lie to you Mm -hmm. which is just two teams of three just trying to bluff each other on like statements that they make like you know like um you know when i was five or when i was 20 i learned how to drive a car in a hearse or something and then you have to like that might be true and then the other team has to guess whether or not it is and again it's comedians and relevant people and i don't know why i find it so funny i don't know why i find these shows good maybe because we don't have anything like that here um but i don't know i've been binging it on the tube have you watched awake on netflix no it's terrible and great for the same reason. Okay. Did you know that? Did you watch Dark? No. Oh, you didn't. You didn't watch. Of all people, you didn't fucking watch Dark season two. Yeah, I haven't out. watched Chernobyl yet either. You haven't watched Chernobyl? Oh my god! What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm like not in the mood for anything dark or dreary or depressing right now. Oh. All right. Well, Stranger. Th- well, I don't know if Stranger Things might be. Well, that just. No, I'll watch Stranger Things because it's like. It's fun. It's Spielbergian. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, uh, um, I did watch the trailer for Dark and I, yesterday, and I was like, oh, this looks like something I would love, but not something I want to watch right now. <sighs> what else came out? Handmaid's Tale. We saw a couple episodes of that. It's pretty, you know, <sighs> pretty good. Not my favorite show, but it's pretty good. Um, I can't get into that show. I've yeah. heard the third season is not great. Yeah. I mean, it, again, it's, you know, it's very, it, I just have like a lot of questions with it. That I'm like I'm always thinking like okay so you have a new faction that came in and took over but like how's the economy really working like who's working all the other jobs like who's working the dams the electrical power plants like all this stuff that like we're so isolated with Handmaid's Tale where we see like a couple people and not really how this whole thing is working it just kind of takes me out of it mm. I don't know yeah it's almost too like unbelievable that like correct I don't know. But but the thing is, they're trying to sell it like it's grounded, which is my problem with it. There's like the society I could get into, but I could not get into him. It's the not. society is like, oh my god! I'm so ready for people, you guys, to forget that that show exists. <laughs> That's never gonna happen. I love that show. Oh yeah, season two, baby, coming out. Um, uh, I'm watching Big Little Lies 
Oh, yeah. Two. And the girl from the Society of Detective Pikachu's in it. I totally forgot that she was in the first season. She plays one of the main character's daughters. She does? Oh, my God. Yeah. Did not even remember that. Yeah. Huh. Everyone has bangs this season on Big Little Lies season two. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Everyone has what? Everyone has bangs. I don't oh. know what's happening. What do you mean what's happening? <laughs> it's weird. All right. Well. well, isn't it like a small community? Like it's a small like coastal community. So probably once one of the you know people got bangs, everyone was like, oh, have, did you see Terry? They've got new uh. bangs. And then everyone had bangs because there's like 100 <laughs> people in the town or whatever. Yeah. I've only seen one episode of Big Little Lies, so... Uh, anything else come out? Uh, uh, I saw Spider-Man. Oh, so did Tom, so you I guys saw Spidey last night, Don't ruin too. anything. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I think I, that, I, it um, I think I like Homecoming better, simply because I think Homecoming had a better story, but I think almost everything else in Far From Home was superior. I think hmm. the action was a lot better. I think that the comedy was, um, like very very well done uh and the teenage like even though they're like two years older and like all these kids are like in their 20s now uh they actually still were able to pull off the whole teenage drama um and i think that the um kind of overarching what it means for the mcu as a whole uh was a lot stronger than what was happening in homecoming but i i do think that homecoming had a better story but i did really really enjoy the film and the visuals in it had my jaw on the floor at some points. Um, Chris, thoughts? Uh, I would agree with all the visual things you said. I think the story is way better than Far From Home. Oh, um, boy. You mean I Homecoming? Love it. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie by far now. Whoa. Uh, Watch out. I loved it. It's actually, I think, up there. It's, it's probably my second favorite standalone Marvel movie that's not in Avengers. Wow. I, I loved it. I've been waiting for him to be on screen forever, mm. and they done it, they did it better than I thought they could ever possibly do. Wow. I thought the villain in the movie was incredible. I really enjoyed Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. I think the the bad guys are really good in this. Uh, I think Jake Gyllenhaal and Mysterio is one of the best new things in the movies. So, I, I don't know. I loved it. Also, Tom Holland and Zendaya are probably the two best actors in the MCU right now. I would 100% agree. I couldn't believe how... I don't have either of you checked out Euphoria on HBO. Ugh, I couldn't get through the first episode. I did not enjoy that. Um, I haven't seen too much of it. I've just seen bits and pieces here, but it's just very interesting to see Zendaya play kind of like uh that kind of teenager in that show, and then she is so quirky and like just like little things she was doing. Like all of the ch- kid actors in this film were phenomenal. Um, and I love their relationship. The teachers also have a lot more to do. I'm so glad that they ha- gave a bigger role to uh, Martin Starr, who plays kind of the science teacher. He is hilarious. Um, and I really enjoyed um, how they dealt with the fallout of Endgame and everything that happens in that movie and what it means for the world as a whole. Um and they had a lot of like fun doing a lot of jokes based around that um, as well. Yeah, I think the, I think pretty much everything was taken up a level. I just really liked the Vulture storyline in Homecoming, and I think that yeah, it's very good. And so I just think that when I compare it to what transpired in Far From Home, I just didn't think it was necessarily as compelling. But 
I, I think it's a fantastic film and probably the most fun Marvel movie um, other than maybe Thor Ragnarok that we've gone. Yes, which is, I think, still it's, it's still my favorite Marvel movie, I think. But this is like right behind that for me. It's really fucking good. It's, it is very fun. That's true. Uh, it's also very cool to see Spider-Man not in New York. It was like a very awesome change up for him. Um, Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys see Black Mirror? No, I watched the Miley Cyrus one. You watched the my? Why did you really? Yeah, that's the. Th- isn't that the third episode? I mean, there. It's not a series that you watch in order. Yeah, thanks, smartass. But like. When you go on Netflix, right, like you go, okay, Black Mirror, you hit select and then boom, it starts. It's going to start you with the first one. So like now, when I was on Netflix, the thing they had up was the image of the Miley Cyrus thing. And when I clicked on it, that was what played. So, so Netflix Netflix has been playing around with these anthology seasons and actually yeah. changing the order. Like, okay, I don't know well, if that it's... makes sense. Yeah. So here's my yeah. here's my take. on. I knew they did that with lo- like, what is it? Sex, love and robots. Love, death and robots. Love, yeah, my love, thing death and robots, with yeah. Black Mirror, right? So I would say, I would say the quality and these three episodes, um, mm-hmm. not good. Like mm-hmm. not, not the same caliber that we have been, you know, used to. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to say, I would say, I would say one is one is good. Like of the three episodes that came out, one is good, one is eh, and one is just bad. Like I didn't like it at all. Like I just thought it was stupid. Um, is that the Miley Cyrus one? Yeah, the Miley Cyrus one I thought was terrible. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it. I thought so. it was horrible. Like I thought it was. Like I feel it's, there's only honestly like one episode doesn't really have a lot of technology in it, but it has like a lot of um, the implications of technology and tech giants. Kind of like, mm. kind of like it's a commentary. I think like one episode is basically a commentary on how much better and more efficient. Um, like a Google or a Facebook is at collecting information rather than like the FBI, the CIA, the cops, like, you know, trying to sure. say like Google and Facebook is so much better at collecting and analyzing and aggregating data and the cops like and the FBI suck and Interpol and all that other stuff. And then the other one is just kind of like a like true to form black mirror, kind of like what happens when we go too far with technology and we kind of forget what real life is about. I don't know. It was okay. It wasn't like like past yeah. Black Mirrors have been so good, and like these three, I felt like were the weakest ever. I don't know. Hmm. I thought they were very weak. That's just my you know my opinion. That's his old noodle. That's it, man. <laughs> uh, I just very quickly want to say I got to sit in a Back to the Future DeLorean today, and it was very cool. Tight. It was very awesome. Uh, where did it come? Who who owned it? Um, we, there's like a guy that has it here in L there's like a couple of them in Los Angeles. Um, well, yeah. Cause there's only like a certain, well, there's number one, there's only a certain number of DeLoreans at all. So like, right. just to, like, did you have to like, did they have to rent it from someone or like how'd that. So we hired the guy to bring it. Uh, uh okay. so this was for a shoot that I was working on. Um, which is why I was saying I wanted coffee cause I had to be there at like 6am this morning, like yeah. on set. Um, was it the one in the movie or just one that a guy built himself no it wasn't the one in the movie but it was like a perfect replica yeah internal as well oh okay cool uh they had like the hoverboard in there and everything which was really cool yeah nice (laughs) yeah it was very cool uh i didn't expect to be able to sit in it which was a treat because even inside like everything was exact do you ever look at a delorean's um windows 
Like, have you actually ever looked at a DeLorean window? I, no? no, I, well, I kind of uh, okay. that I've no, I There is, go look on YouTube at a, opening a DeLorean window because it is oh, not what you like think. rolling it down? No, it is, you know that little tiny Does black? Does it go sideways? No, it's it like only this little piece in the middle comes down huh because it can't curve all the way down so it's only this one little if you look at the side if you look at like a delorean's side oh, and then yeah, you look at the window there's that black piece and that piece that's the piece that moves the whole window itself does not huh. which i thought was like whoa like i didn't even think consider yeah, that it's like the bottom bit is like cut out <laughs> there yes exactly and it's mm-hmm. like in the middle of the window i found that to be like crazy that's probably actually pretty good because then the wind might not be like blowing in your eyes but you're still getting the flow of air yeah fascinating just found it yeah yeah learn something new on the unranked podcast it's such a cool car i'm not i mean it's such a cars but like it's fucking cool dude i mean what did i forget what doc brown says in the movie but he says if you're gonna make a time machine why not do with a delorean or something like that do it with some style, I think is what he says. Right. I mean, it's Wasn't like it the best be a, car. It was originally going to be like a phone booth. Yeah, which it is was. funny because that's like Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. That's like a Doctor Who thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DeLorean's so perfect, though, the way and with the. Oh, it's just so good. Movie's yeah. so good. It was a great choice. Um, Maybe I'll go watch it later. Uh, speaking of cool cars, you guys saw the the Tesla truck, the truckla that Simone Yurtz made? No. no. Oh, it's so cool. This girl, Simone, um, she has an amazing YouTube channel. She does a bunch of stuff with Adam Savage. Uh, she's like a builder and a maker. She bought a Tesla Model 3 and completely stripped it and like destroyed it and turned it into a like mini truck. Like they cut out the whole back seat, made cut out the trunk and like put an actual truck bed in and everything and made her own Tesla truck. It's incredible. It's pretty cool. What's her name? Yeah, uh, Simone, and then it's G I E R T Z or E I. Gertz, Gertz. It's like I think it's yeah, but I think it's actually pronounced like Nietzsche. Okay, all right. Well, better to spell it then. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Check that out, Tom. You have anything else before we move on to games? No. Nope. We're we're all squared away on what I've been up to, pretty much. Great. Hit it. What are you playing? Uh, well, I well, I I've been playing something, but I don't know if you want to. Yeah, I guess we should. We should. The thing uh, I'm playing is the thing that, that what's happening yeah. <laughs> with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't I wouldn't I wouldn't make it sound like so like it's not a huge. No, it's not groundbreaking. Like, or anything, we're just no. yeah. Uh, so, uh, with the um ultimate, the GameStop, whoa, GameStop Game Pass Ultimate. Um, we actually all now have Game Pass after months of trying to convince Dan and Tuna. Um, so essentially, look, you, you sell it for a dollar, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> um, so now we have, we all have this uh, awesome game library available to us, and we know that a lot of our listeners also jumped on the deal as well. So um, if you have Game Pass, we are kind of making a Game Pass game club where every two weeks. Um, we are going to play a Game Pass game, um, with the first being Outer Wilds, which I've talked briefly about. I think Chris might have talked about it at some point as well. Um, and so if you have Game Pass, um, for the next two weeks, 
um, try and spend some time with Outer Wilds and uh, write in with your thoughts. Let us know if it clicked with you, if uh, if it didn't, uh, how much you've played, all that jazz. And uh, yeah, we just want to kind of do a deep dive on some really cool Game Pass games. Uh, and like we said, uh, every two weeks is what we're aiming for. Um, and um, yeah, so that... Well, I think we're going to talk about it next week, right? Next week? Because it should be the second and the fourth week of every month. Because if the first week we have side quest and that always kind of runs long then we want to do it on make sure it never lands on the first week of the month so, so it should we, always be the second and the fourth week okay so this is just a truncated week then yeah okay. yeah that's i mean you've been playing it for a little while like yeah. you, got, you already started playing it or whatever and it, we'll also continue to talk about the game mm-hmm. if if we like it we'll keep playing it yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're only going to talk about it at that point sure sure yeah, so that's that's what that is. So um, I don't know if you want to talk about it, or save that for next week, Tuna. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was actually since we are taking a more focused look into the game, um, my suspicions were correct when I was asking when I was talking to Chris about it last week, and I thought it was the game I had played at PAX East, and it is. Mm. That's a hundred percent. It is the same game. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think from what I remember, if you know how to beat the game, you can beat the game in 20 minutes. Um, but, you know, I don't know how to beat it. So, uh, I mean, since we are taking a deeper dive, I've been, like, keeping notes. Very cool. So, yeah, I mean, like, I have some questions that I would ask you guys about the game because I think it's a different kind of game. Like, it's a game that you... Oh, I wouldn't know anything yet. Well, no, it's it's more of, um, it's more of, like, it's that it's kind of like Zelda in a way even even less so than zelda like i don't even i kind of know what the purpose is but it's kind of like here get in the ship and fucking go Mm -hmm. and figure it out yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like how do you like how do you feel about that kind of game it's kind of like do you like a game that's more targeted and tells you exactly what the you know what it is what your objective is what you're trying to do and everything or a game like this where it's like you know you have a general idea of what you're supposed to be doing but you can do it however you want you know what i mean where it's like something like um like not linear you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do you like that kind of game, or do you like this, where it's just like, here, you can go to any planet you want right now, have at it, go have fun, you know, it, that kind it, of stuff. It, stuff like that depends on my mood, but I think that if it's done right, um, it can be very, very compelling, because it's kind of like that thing of, okay, I can jump in and, you know, hop to a planet for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and explore and maybe see a couple of things, or I can kind of, like, dedicate a whole night to exploring this entire solar system and like really diving into all of the hidden secrets um so i think that so far this is a game that does it very very well um yeah, so i i really I, agree. I really like games that are able like breath of the wild that are able to to pull off that kind of non-linear gameplay well it's kind of like the same it's right and like a game like but it's not to say that there's you know one's better than the other because like i loved god of war and that's a game that you kind of have to follow the path like i can't just be like well i'm gonna go to this area first i mean you can to some extent but like not in this way where it's like i can pretty much makes me think a little bit of the witness it it does Mm, yeah 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 it does it does um and it's not like uh the last of us which is totally like you can't do like you know it's kind of like that's a super linear or even like halo extremely linear you get you know 10 chapters in a game and you have to do them one through 10 you can't do anything else i I think it's i think it's going to really uh click with uh people or it's or people are going to write in and be like 
Not for me. <laughs> but the You're right. About Game it's Pass, very possible. It's no additional cost to you. So, um, yeah, over the next week, write in with uh, how you felt about it. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, same. I like to, and I, I'm the kind of, I like to take my time, too, to, like, search every nook and cranny. And I yeah. feel like I, this game kind of is rewarding in that aspect of kind of going around exploring. So, cool. And yeah. there you go. I um, only played about 15 minutes of it. So have you and, left uh, Earth? So I was Earth? I was really fucked up at the time. Oh, okay. Um, Fake. So I think, I t- yeah, I texted this to you. Um, I basically sat down and tried to roast marshmallows for about 15 minutes. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> okay. Which, which I got to tell you um, was not easy. At the time, <laughs> and then oh after after I realized God. I had spent that much time there, I was like, I can't play this game right now. And so then I just turned it off. And now I'm just thinking like, I had such a great time roasting marshmallows. I don't know, like I might not get anything better out of this because it was like a really enjoyable time, although it was challenging. I kept burning them. Uh, it took me. Almost I can't a whole tell if you're being. Oh, I'm being very sincere. Yeah. I okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so far my whole experience with it um so i'm gonna have to get more hands on before next week yeah for sure make some s'mores anyone playing anything else uh i have played um one metric fuck ton of uh yeah <laughs> of uh super mario maker 2 oh uh, okay um i have done about 60 percent of the uh, Nintendo levels. I haven't jumped into any of the. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. So there's a story. A there's le- a story mode. There's a story mode, basically, where Peach's castle has been destroyed, and in order to rebuild it, you have to like go on jobs to collect coins, and also you get like each job is worth a certain amount of coins. Um, and so yeah, so you're building Peach's castle, and you're choosing parts of the castle to rebuild like oh i want to build the west hall next or i want to build this spire um and each thing kind of you know depending on the size or how long it takes depends on the cost and gotcha. um i gotta say as someone who didn't really play a ton of like you know i never really played super mario brothers 3 or world or um I, 2d mario games never really clicked with me this has completely got me like it kind of opened my eyes as to the brilliance of of mario that i just necessarily kind of wasn't seeing before um and what i really love is that the uh i haven't jumped into any kind of uh you know um player made levels and i haven't done any of the creator tools but the story mode is fantastic because on top of the fact that the levels are really fun it slowly introduces to you new concepts that when I do get around to creating levels, I'm like, oh, like I could build something that's like, it's just one screen, but I'm trying to get to something that's really tough or I have to knock out these this amount of enemies. Um, and I just think that I'm really happy that it's clicked with me because the first Mario Maker was fun in concept, but like for me, just didn't really do much uh, for me. And uh, But I'm really, really liking Mario Maker 2. And the whole... Um, gameplay loop of if i just get 200 more coins i can build this part of the castle and i can then go to like a secret thing because there's tons of like little hidden uh uh, side missions and stuff like that and i think it just is a really like well 
built game. Like you could buy this and never touch the creator stuff and still feel like you got your money's worth. I think it's just a really great 2D Mario game and has really clicked with me. I've really been enjoying it. Chris, do you have this game? Uh, no, I'll get it at some point. Um, that's one I'm of the things that I would play a like ton of. I just, yeah, I just don't have a lot of time right now to play games, um, which I haven't really in a little bit. I've played very little. I really only played games so much over the last couple months just so that I have something to talk about. Um, but once I do have time to play games, I will get Mario Maker. But if I had that game, I would end up playing it too much. So <laughs> currently, I do not. All right, well. Has anyone been then, playing uh, anything else? Because I have one other quick thing to talk about. No. Um, nope. So I've been jumping into Season 2 of Apex Legends, which came out yesterday. Mm. Um, it is very cool. Uh, the new character, Watson, um, who is a character that uh, in the lore helped design the arena itself, um, is uh, really cool and her abilities are um, she has the anytime she uses her passive ability is when she uses an ultimate accelerant it fully restores her ultimate immediately it doesn't just give her like a 20% boost um, and then she has these kind of force fields or these electric barriers she can put up that if uh, enemies walk through causes damage so she can actually build up to 12 at a time these pylons so you can like close off the doors and make it so that if someone comes through, like they take damage. And then her ultimate ability is she can put down this. Um, it looks it's like a big metal thing that like rotates like a magnet. And if someone like throws a grenade or if someone calls down um, like the mortar strikes, um, it's going to completely like repel them. Um, so the character is pretty cool, and then the map has changed quite considerably. The Leviathans, which are the giant dinosaurs that you see off the coast, have now stepped onto the map. So they've kind of completely destroyed it, and all of these um, kind of uh, renovation uh, structures have come up. So some parts of the map are the same, but some parts are completely different, and the Leviathans are on the map. And they change depend, you know, every time you boot into a game, their location changes. So um, you mm -hmm. have to watch out for them, like stomping around. Um, and so, huh. yeah, it's uh, it's it's but you can't kill them, right? No, you can't kill them. They're huge. Mm. There are these uh, flying creatures that people keep referring to as dragons. I don't know if that's their real name, but if you um, they're flying around now and if you kill someone, uh, there's a chance that the dragon can actually swoop up and grab that swoop down and grab their loot box and fly away with it. So you'll see dragons flying through the sky with loot boxes, and if you shoot them and kill them, then they'll drop the loot box. So that kind of changes. Do they look like dragons? Sorry. Do they look like dragons? No, I wouldn't say it. they're flying creatures, but I wouldn't say they look like dragons. They look more like, uh, I would say like a mix between like a big bird and like a dragon. Um, but I don't mm. know, people just keep calling them dragons. And then I think like Apex was just like, oh, they're here, there be dragons or whatever on their Twitter or some shit like that. Um, and then also what was uh, not so compelling about season one of the game uh, was the grind for like loot and rewards. But now they actually have daily and weekly challenges, which is, I think, something that was introduced with season two. And that's really great because it's like, you know, get... Uh, you know, finish a match as a bloodhound who I never play as. 
um but you know or uh, get a headshot with uh this other character you know gibraltar or whatever these are two characters i never play with but you know it kind of compels you to you know um chase after these rewards and that speeds up your the battle pass so i just think that uh the changes that they made to the game is is really cool uh there's new music uh there's remixes so each character has a remix of the opening uh music when you drop so you can actually change the music you're hearing to when you drop or when you win uh and you can change loading screens so there's uh and there's emotes which i don't give a shit about but yeah, the the season two stuff is really awesome. And uh, write in if you're playing it, because I'm really curious if people are still um, playing that game. Um, question. So for mm-hmm. that character, you have to buy the new character? No. Uh, you have to unlock it. Like, you have to unlock the other characters. So you have to have a certain amount of tokens or... Right. You know. So you have to buy it, because the amount of time it takes to actually unlock a character is, like, insane. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. You... Unless you have, like, when Octane came out, I already had the tokens because I hadn't used them to pick up right. one of the but other But that's two. also because at the beginning, the tokens were way easier to get, like, Correct. when you start the game. Yeah, once you're yeah. in, like, the 30s and more, <laughs> that become you know, every you're getting tokens every level, but it takes longer to uh, right. level up. Okay, so you pretty much have to buy this character. Uh, Unless you've never unlocked one before. Or you play constantly. Yes. Because at a certain point, you also stop getting packages. You stop getting packages, but you do get tokens every time you level up. Yeah. But isn't there a level cap? I think 100. Yeah. Yeah. So at a certain point, you would have to buy. Yeah, at a certain point, you just got to buy them. But I mean, you know, once you're at a level 100, like, you're you're probably pretty invested in this game. Sure. Um, Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah. I mean, it is free game, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to news. What's going on in the news, Tom? Okay, so uh, I don't know about this first one. Uh, you can probably actually speak more to it, but Project 1v1 by Gearbox is... Ooh, um, we played this last year. We've got some uh, new news uh, after about a yep. year without anything, so uh, you you know more about this than I do. So. Hold on a second. Can it be new news or is it just news? Like news that is recent <laughs> versus news that mm. happened a year ago. The olds. That's yeah. one of my favorite Ricky Gervais. <laughs> the 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 key word is new. Otherwise, it would be olds. <laughs> right. Go on. Um, so Project One V One was a game we played at Gearbox last year. And we, it was like an arena shooter. Remember, with like a card system. I don't remember this at E three. Alex played it. Oh, okay. A card system. I mean, I remember like it kind of working, but like we were able to just spam it. Am I wrong with that? Spam it. What do you mean spam it? Like I felt like if you're talking about the same game that I'm thinking of, it was a one-on-one shooter. It was a one-on-one shooter. Made by Gearbox. We went into a small room. They only had like four PCs hooked up. And the matches were like five minutes long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Go on. Sorry. I do remember so this they, now. They have like an update to the game for the latest like technical beta tests and stuff for the first time. Like it's the first email press release I've had about it literally since June 2018. We haven't had an update sent to us. And we just got one today, um, which I thought was interesting. Because it had been so long since we heard anything about this game. Uh, I remember it being incredibly fun. So it sounds like they're still working on it. Because 
the only things we've heard about since then has been um, Borderlands in like the last six months. We right. haven't heard, you know. Um, right. So yeah, I, I'm just very excited to see that they're still oh. working on this game. I'm hoping it's yeah. uh, maybe going to be coming out next year if they're still doing technical tests and stuff. Um, it was previously just PC, so I'm hoping you know they get it on the consoles. Yeah, especially with nice. Xbox having mouse and keyboard. Right. Because you can do that now or soon. They're adding mouse and keyboard to Xbox. So, yeah, that's it. That's all the news? Well, no, for, for that. Oh. Uh, the next news piece, uh, let's talk about, we got a little update with uh, Dr. Disrespect, um, who infamously was kicked out of E3 for live streaming in a public restroom where miners were doing their business. And um, he was taken off of Twitch as well, uh, but he's which back. is weird because there shouldn't be minors there. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Um, I, I read you... somewhere that someone on the thing was seventeen years old. I, I'm yeah, okay. it's definitely possible, but I don't yeah. think you're supposed to be able unless like. Oh no you no know, no! Either either way, it should be. I imagine it's illegal for him to be filming it is. in a bathroom. It, it broke uh, California privacy. Minor rules. or not? Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 illegal either way. Um. Um, but, uh, yeah, it broke uh, California privacy laws. That's why he lost his E3 badge and he was kicked off of Twitch. Um, but he's back on Twitch now after only two weeks. So basically he got himself a nice little vacation and definitely a boost from the whole drama that was the, um, uh, the ban. And, um, and then he only, the only bad publicity is no publicity. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, you know, like it should have been. It should have been so much longer because then he would have felt yes. it, right? Like it would. Like if it had been yes. six months, that's a blow to his income. And then he. I mean, he should be facing legal charges. legal problems. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> forget to you know. Forget to Like it was funny at the time, and not funny like that he did it. But it was funny that someone was that stupid. It's like, yeah. oh, of course, this is where we're at with public discourse. Like, of course, this is like that's what was funny. But now that like. This guy is just going around being a total asshole and like is back on Twitch and like yeah. there aren't charges being pressed against him. It's like, okay, now there's not even anything that like you can't even laugh about how stupid it is. And he, he so he he had initially put out so after kind of not really addressing the problem or really talking about it, he put out a of an apology of sorts where he talked about like in the heat of the moment they weren't really thinking and all of this and like you know, on behalf of the brand of Dr. Disrespect, um, you know, he apologized and everything. And Kotaku put out an article or, you know, saying, you know, he's apologized and everything. But, you know, there's no brand. There's a dude in a costume who went into a bathroom mm -hmm. and didn't think about the repercussions. His costume's so stupid, too. And I, I think, you know, obviously that's definitely a part of the shtick and why people are attracted to him because of how dumb it is. Um and the you know they you know they say rightly so you know you're you're you are dr disrespect there's no brand here and even if there is like that's not an excuse like it's you and your friend filming this like this just seems like the apology in in some way in some regards was passing the buck and then he you know immediately like the same fucking day he puts out the apology he starts like personally attacking both of the writers you know jason uh, shrya who is a senior writer at kotaku and then uh, nathan grayson who is the writer of the article just coming out with mean comments 
uh he said you know he was making jokes about jason uh wanting you know hating himself and all of this and fortunately jason which is like a weird thing to do after all this things that just happened with uh desmond atika um the youtuber who commits suicide and was like bullied by people right and then he's going and literally getting his followers to like bully people and talking about how this guy hates himself and stuff yeah. it's like if he even believes that for a second like what are you doing yeah it, it just was it just was like the apology was like so mild as it was like to come in out and do this like it's clear he feels no remorse and it's clear that this character has you know evolved i don't know what kind of person he was like before the twitch stream but clearly this has taken his worst instincts and just heightened them to another level um and fortunately jason is 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 con you know he, he i know i know jason uh somewhat he's a very confident person and like he's a smart funny guy so he came back with really funny jokes he said you know i'm always down He's like, he's like, I've always said to you, dude, like, I'm down to, uh, you know, video chat with you about this. If you want me in a bathroom, uh, Skyping in a bathroom, like, just let me know. Um, so it, it just is a, a really, really, I mean, it's so he, stupid. He, he is clearly, uh, it's not just a character. He's clearly an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the curse of, this is the curse of the, uh, the, the game award, right? Didn't he win like streamer or gamer of the year? Yeah, like, he a won. Years yeah, like gamer everyone who year. wins that, everyone who wins that ends up doing having some insane PR thing. Oh yeah, it's happened also, like multiple yeah. times now. <laughs> right. What would Tuna if 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 uh, Doctor Disrespect was a citizen of Tunaville and this kicked happened, out. kicked Expelled. out, excommunicated, he, uh, he would be exiled. Yeah, that'd be it. Into the desert wastelands. I'm assuming outside of. I mean, it's just a dick thing to do. You don't do that. But I don't. I just don't understand. Like, does he think he's so big that it just doesn't matter? He could do whatever he wants. Like that. Like when you're that. I don't know. It I just, mean, it I... takes a certain kind of someone to go into a bathroom and do what he did. Yeah. A terrible person. And like, yeah. And it, you, it, like, does it just make you that way, or does it take a certain kind of person to then evolve into that? I don't know. It just is we. It's just a stupid thing to do. I'm like, who the fuck are you doing yeah. that? I mean, like, who the fuck are you? Like, you're a fucking. We're trying to live in a society. I don't care. Your doctor <laughs> disrespect. Like, fuck you, yeah. dick. I, I mean, the 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 huge problem is is that he's a big money maker for Twitch. Like, half but of, again, that's I, it, but that's a problem. Like, that that's is a, a problem. huge problem. No, it's one hundred. Is one hundred. It's a, a huge, problem. huge problem, and it's something that. I don't know how the hell you remedy that because they're like, okay, we're gonna ban you for two weeks, but like, I think makes us a lot of money. I think you like, trust that. I think with Twitch, I think it for me, it would be like if they did a move where they were like, we're going to, you know, lifetime ban or like a six month year ban, whatever it is, like something of actual consequence. If they act like, I am so much more compelled to interact with their platform if they actually stand by. The rules that they've put in place, and they actually show. But then, like, wouldn't we're not, it act? We're not wouldn't gonna... it act as a deterrent too? I mean, you would hope. That's like, look, yeah, exactly. You do something stupid. Here's six months for this guy. Don't do something stupid. We're gonna do it too. But they don't. They're just like, well, you know, this moneymaker. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what are we gonna say? What are we gonna do? I mean, I'm with. I, you know, he probably should have received some kind of charge. 
yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, it's just so stupid. Yeah. It's just so stupid. Like, how could you be so fucking stupid? And it's and it's also like not like Twitch is hurting for other huge money making content creators like Shroud and um, all of these, you know, other streamers that and new streamers that are popping up. Like the idea that like you need to hold on to this huge personality that makes you a ton of money because you're worried that you might lose a significant amount of revenue. I mean, even with Dr. Disrespect's following, like that's a drop Mm -hmm. in the bucket compared to the total amount of money that they make off of some people, off of the, the, the actual scale of people. It's just such a, you know, I mean, you know, it's such a disrespectful thing to do. Yeah. And I get it, but like, it's just, I know, but we're not, you're not in like a controlled environment. Like these are people like this isn't, you know what I mean? It's and you don't get releases. You don't get so, like people to sign and say yes. I want to be on this your stupid stream or whatever. It's just I don't know how the like what the fuck. God it's damn, nuts. it's just stupid. Like when you watch Impractical Jokers, if you don't want to be on that show, they have to blur you out. Correct. Like if you're like I don't want to be on this yeah. goddamn show, fine. This guy's going into a bathroom. It's live to millions of people. Yep. It's like oh, there's my dick hanging out. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> like oh my god. The fuck? Yeah, and, no, and it's messed up. It's I just really think that that up. he should honestly, they should just shut him down. That, that what he did is just such a horrible thing to do, and is and mm-hmm. it is and it is a real tell that he doesn't know he's like separated from society. He has now crossed about. He's crossed the line. He is now in a different like bubble than other people. That because you and you, the three we would never do something like stupid like that. Nope. But he thinks that that's okay because it's funny. He thinks that he can get away with it, and he kind of did. No, he it's did. Like, I wouldn't even record a podcast from a bathroom, and that's just audio. I'm just saying. <laughs> he basically I, I got away with also, it. I think that also breaks some privacy laws, though, too. I think it's No, but it should, and that's the thing is it should. Yeah, yeah. That's me tinkling in the background. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's he Tom has tinkle. crossed this line now. He is in a different world than you and I, than we live in. Yeah. His, mor- it's like his moral compass is like gone. Yeah. Do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. And he's getting away with it. It's so horrible. This would never stand in Tuna Enterprise. Tuna Tuna Enterprises. Tuna Empire. Oh, it's suddenly been revealed. (laughs) Now it's a corporate entity. Behind (laughs) Tuna Right. Oh, I just revealed. I just revealed what's really going on in Tuna Ville. Tuna Enterprises running the show. (laughs) I'm just the puppet. Oh, my God. I'm just the face, just oh, the puppet. Brilliant. <laughs> All right, the You're next the news story. We've got Masuda, who, what's his position at the Pokemon okay, company? Okay, so he's the direct, he, he's he's like the main guy when it comes to Pokemon. Um, Masuda is the main man. He's the, been a director the on the games. He's function. like a lead design of the games. He's in charge. Everyone's been losing their fucking shit ever since Pokemon came out and said, we aren't going to have all the monsters in the next game. And uh, you know what? I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> no, I really don't. Me neither. I really don't. Everyone, everyone wants them to like increase their staff to then send out uh, development to other studios and things like that, which of course they can do. But also, whenever game companies do those things to scale up and make big games, you have to deal with things like crunch. You have to deal with like different work environments. And I have no problem with Game Freak taking their time to get us to wherever they want to get us. I, I have agreed with Alex in the past that I would love to see Pokemon have a bigger 
Splash. I would love to see a breath of the Pokemon, but um, <laughs> that's pretty, probably yeah. never going to happen. <laughs> look, look, these things just aren't going to happen until someone else owns Pokemon. That's just it. Mm. Um, it's a little disappointing, but I think not having all 800 Pokemon in it, like I, like I don't play the games necessarily to use my old Pokemon. Yeah. I play them for the new Pokemon. If anything, them saying all the old guys aren't in this one makes me hope that there are like a ton of new ones. Yeah. Yeah. I would much, I would much rather that than, you know, clinging to the, to the old uh, Mm -hmm. design. Black and white is, is still my favorite of all the new Pokemon games. And in that game, you literally had no old Pokemon until you beat it. Yeah. Because they yep. put in more like Pokemon that. in that gen. I'm with you on that. Enough with the others. old. Yeah. Yep. Give me the old Goodbye, post game. Pikachu. Sure. Yeah. But give me the old in the post. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I totally agree. So I, I just don't. I just don't have a huge. And I'm still with Chris with on the. Um, like, give me like side quests I can do. Yes. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's a lot of things they can do in the game that they make already without like graphically overhauling it, without changing the mechanics. Right. Right. They're just yeah. like simple quest things they could do the, to the game <laughs> to enhance it. The, the, the thing, also, there the should thing, be a reason. So, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say the thing that's on the bottom of my list to the things they could add to a new Pokemon game is old fucking Pokemon. <laughs> like, that's right. the Correct. last thing I fucking want. Correct. <laughs> but you know what's interesting, too? If you had the side quests, right? The same way that you have side quests in other games that require certain items, you'd have side quests that require certain Pokemon. Which would then engage you into pro- possibly going out and catching more than just like, I don't know. Some people just probably blow through once they form their team, they're done. They're like, okay, this right. is my team, and they don't care about catching anything else. But in the side, if you had side quests that required an electric Pokemon or this Pokemon or that Pokemon, then you would be like, okay, I'm going to go look for this one, and I'm going to catch it because I need it. You know what I mean? That I need it not just for my team in battle. I need this Pokemon for something else. Mm. Well, and, and so this I, is the this is the interesting yeah. thing, though, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Um, Let's Go and Pokemon Go have like had some quest like things where yeah, it's go like have. go catch X amount of this monster or things like that. So like they've started to oh. dabble in that. Oh, there's been dabbling for sure. So hopefully yeah. there's more and it goes farther. I'll tell you one thing that's actually really increased my enjoyment for the game ever since Black and White came out. Um, I started trying to catch all the Pokemon available in that game, which is a much easier thing to do if you do it from the beginning. Mm. So, like, every time I enter, like, a new, like, you're on Route 10 or whatever, I don't leave it unless, like, I'm sure I caught everything on that route. Right. So, like, I just stay in there and I catch one of each. Uh, It adds, like, a lot to my gameplay. I end up using other Pokemon maybe I wouldn't have because I just happen to have them. Um, I think it's a really fun way to play the game. And like some people are like, oh, well, you probably don't have a living dex. I actually don't. I don't have a living dex. I have like 80% of a living dex because I've been doing that since black and white. So I have pretty much every Pokemon in Gen 5, 6, 7. I have my Gen 1 and 2. Um, I'm pretty much missing stuff like from Gen 3 and 4 is where like my biggest weak spots are. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like you'd think I want to bring all my Pokemon forward. If I can't in this game... It's not going to kill me. It's fine. And Pokemon has kind of transformed more into a platform than it has into some kind of singular game experience. With Go, we've got uh, Pokemon Home is this is this evolution of Pokemon Bank. Like it's it's no longer just the the main games now. It's 
it's all of these different experiences and it's kind of like oh if if you're if you are about catching and cataloging pokemon go is the thing for you and if you're about you know the the story then you know you're playing the main rpg series so i just think that pokemon has transformed into this really interesting uh platform for lack of a better word and just the idea of like this game needs to have every pokemon is just it's such an old-fashioned way of looking at the franchise. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Uh, Next news story, unless anyone has anything to add on that, but we should probably get moving. Uh, There was some more Switch mini news. Um, I'm not exactly sure on the details here, Chris. There was a a very reputable-looking leak from Big Ben, which I believe is a UK retailer, Tom. Uh, I've never heard of it. (laughs) Come on. It's called Big Ben. Yeah, uh, I've I've never heard of uh, the retailer. I'm Googling it right now. Um, so anyway, Big Ben yeah. leaked a... It's an accessory think, maker, Big Ben. They make oh, yes. Okay. And maybe it was leaked by game then? What's the, what's the GameStop equivalent in the UK? It would be game. Is it game? Is that what it yeah, was then? It would okay, be. maybe that's that's where I confused them. Okay. Yeah. Um, Either way, there was a Switch Mini render leaked for a... And the render is sort of like a mock-up based on the case. But it looks basically like you would expect, which it looks kind of like a Switch meets a Vita. It kind of looks like a Game Boy Advance a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely uh, looks more like a Vita to me. Yeah, Maybe it's just the... Stop, the, stop, the stop, stop. Who are you talking to? <sighs> My wife. <laughs> Um, uh, bezels look significantly smaller, which I like. Um, yeah, I mean the, the whole thing bezels? is probably smaller. Here, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you uh, this link to. I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. We don't know if it's real. Um, it just continues to confirm. There's all these leaks that there'll be a mini switch. I don't really care about a mini switch. I want a pro switch. Yeah, I don't really care about a mini switch either. No, give me a pro I'm, switch. I'm for that pro. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a switch that will run Breath of the Wild at like 60 frames a second. I'm there. Yeah, that's what I want. 1080, 1080, 60. Let's do it. We can do it. We have the technology. I thought the game runs in 1080. Um, 1081 docked. Yeah, but it has okay. a 720p screen, so I'm like totally yes. portable. I mean, I'm fine with it even still having a 720 screen if it does, just because for battery life, like it, it yeah. looked fine. If it was like, like 720, but like a a nicer uh, LCD, then yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I haven't personally had an issue with the display. If they can improve it, like, sure, I'll take it. Um, the other thing I would say, Shenmue 3, delayed 2020. I thought that was, I only put that on the list because I thought one of us had it on our draft, but Dan had it sure. last season, not this season. So it actually doesn't cool. matter. Woof. So it doesn't matter. Bullet there. Um, All right, then. I don't know. Listener mail? Yeah. None of these. Tom, I don't think. I mean, we could skip the rest of these unless you really want to talk about Alan Wake. No, it's not a not a huge thing. I don't think the Alan Wake thing is going to lead to actual anything anytime soon. Um, yeah, other than maybe republishing the old Alan Wake. Yeah, yeah. I would say like so. Re- real quick, Remedy got the rights back to Alan Wake from Microsoft, um, but they're so neck deep in new properties. I imagine maybe they'd hire a third party to make a remaster to release i do not think we're seeing like an alan wake two or three or whatever it would be um anytime soon hmm. yep hmm. 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 listener mail hmm. 
beautiful. Alex, if people want to get in touch with us, how can they do it? Uh, email at unrankedpodcast.com. <laughs> Keeping him on games. his toes. I love it. I almost said email at unranked games. Email at unrankedpodcast.com. That's email at unrankedpodcast.com. Perfect. I'll go ahead and read this first one. Uh, so this first one came in from Dalton. Hey, guys. Dalton here. By the time 174 comes out, I will very likely be engaged. Congrats. I hope. Yeah. My soon-to-be fiancé isn't much of a gamer, but she is willing to give a game a shot every now and then. So far, we've only played a couple Mario titles, and she checked out the PSVR for about an hour. I am now looking for a co-op game that will be easy to learn, fun to play, while also telling a great story. Any ideas? P.S. Uh, oh, Tom, you took care of that part. Any yeah. ideas? Um, Fun multiplayer. He said this is on the Switch. Um, that's a great question. So I'm assuming yes, because he said they've played Mario and PSVR. So let's say Switch or PlayStation. Um, are you googling for co-op games? No, no, no. I was just bringing up the the email. Um, I mean PSVR. Um, if you one of the best things to do, and especially for couples, is um nobody talk or everybody talk and nobody explodes. Um, nobody talk. Uh, ever. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Keep talking. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Um, it's pretty stressful. It's a, it's yeah. stressful, but like it's fun for like a couple because it's, it's like how good yeah. are your communication skills? I don't like maybe. Like I don't think she would like that based on the way he has described the kind of games they want to play. Mm. That's She's like not much of a gamer. God, I don't know. Mario I, I mean, Kart. I, I do yeah, th- oh, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah, Mario Party. I would say yeah. Snipper Clips. Mario Kart's Snipper your best Clips bet. Is a good one. Everybody likes Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh, um, Snipper Clips is really good. Like my girlfriend and I crushed that a lot game. Of fun. Um, no, it's not. Baba is You. I think that's really fun to play with two people. It's a much better game co-op than single player. I think. Um, but that that doesn't have a dedicated like two. No, it it's, you're just no playing but it. it's, it's just a doing thing puzzle, cooperatively. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's a really good game to play with two people. You could have fucking ten people play that game. You could. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you still won't beat it. <laughs> well, right. And you, st- and you still won't fucking beat it. Uh, let's see. I don't really know any PlayStation ones. Um, that, I mean, if it's PSVR specific, there's not a lot of like multiplayer things. because. Yeah. It's, I mean, I would imagine know, it doesn't have to be VR specific. Cause yeah. He, he would have a PS4. Oh, um, I would say a way out. Which was made by the guys, um, the guy who like said "fuck the Oscars" at the game. Is that Awards. easy to learn and fun to play? It, uh, it's it's very quick. It's only like five hours total, and it's very easy. Um, a lot of it is like prompt based, um, and the story is really good. So yeah, while also telling a great story, I would say that that is going to tick that box for sure. Um, because that, that that's just like a really great character uh, story, so I would say check that out. I I think it that's ticking the boxes here, and it's not it's easy it's easy to learn. There's there's not a huge learning curve to that at all. Uh, I would also say on Switch you can get um, Puyo Puyo Tetris. That's a very fun game for two players. You could play Puyo Puyo, you could play Tetris, or you could play Puyo Puyo Tetris. It's not co-op, but it is. It's like Mario Kart sort of competitive but it's easy everyone knows how to play that game you know i think um is mario and rabbits have co-op 
Or is that only just I'm versus? I'm pretty sure that's single play, yeah. Because well, I know they have local on it, but... Uh, Halo, good co-op games. Mm. Mm. That's Xbox only, so I don't know if... Put, it on, put it on easy. Oh, Rocket League. Uh, Rocket League is a good one. Yeah, Rocket League, yeah. So oh, I think Mario no. Kart's best bet. This is the perfect answer. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. <laughs> they just yeah. came out with the co-op mode for it. There's a bunch of new stuff in it. That would be a perfect game. It's got a fun little story. It's a cute game. Very easy to play. Very fun to play. I think that's yeah, a that's great answer. The best bet. Yeah, that's probably the best. I bet. think they got a lot to pick from there. Yeah, I think if you're, especially if it's someone, if she's enjoyed the Mario stuff, that's a great place to just keep. Yeah, going. you're gonna want to go down that line for sure. Uh, I hope that helps, Alex. Here's yours. Hey, fuckers, Dan here. First things first. This is my first time writing. In so my official host rankings must be submitted. Chris is number one, Tom number two, Dan numero trace, Britt coming in fourth, and Alex is fifth. I think you're all great, but we got to make fun of Alex when we can. Alex, I'm so sorry you caught Britt cheating on you with iPad. <laughs> Anyways, been listening for just over a year. I found the podcast when I moved and had a 30-minute drive to work to kill time, listened to the first 70 episodes, then started listening to the weekly episodes. Last, a quick question for you all. Each of your favorite oh geez, movie, album, video game, and Ben and Jerry's flavor. Talk more about My Hero and keep on sucking. Alex, you, you got to finish My Hero. I know. I don't know what happened. I was so into My Hero Academia that I stopped watching. <laughs> you got you to gotta just go, go back and finish. You're very close yeah, to it. I know. All right. So here's what I'll do. Each of our favorite movie, album, video game, and Ben & Jerry's flavor. Uh, ben & Jerry's flavor, my favorite, I think, is Americone Dream. Mm, solid flavor. Right. My favorite movie is Rear Window. Mm. My favorite video game, I think, is still Ocarina of Time. And my favorite album... I'm not really like into like out al- like music albums. I-, I like Muse. If you want like a group, I like. So, you guys. Um, you don't have a favorite? Yeah, I guess who would be your favorite artist then, if not album or song? Muse. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess so. Movie Jurassic Park album. I still don't know. I've have, I have no idea. Uh, okay. or artist. I don't know. Um. Video game? Pokemon Black and White. <laughs> no. It, it, no, really? Poke, no, so this is the thing. So Jurassic Park is my favorite movie. Oh, Star Wars is my favorite movie franchise. Pokemon is my favorite movie video game franchise. But my favorite video game is probably Super Smash Brothers. Fair enough. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's fair. Super Smash Brothers, Melee, or Ultimate yeah. would be my favorite video game. I love the new one. So, yeah. uh, Ben and Jerry's flavor, it's, uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marshmallow, which I don't think they make it anymore because I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but God, that was my favorite. It was very, very good. It was basically like s'mores. It was very similar to the s'mores, which is what I get Um, instead or nice half baked. Uh, yeah. Tom, I'm going to add book to this. I Claudius. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, favorite movie, we're going to go with The Matrix. Favorite video game, probably uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, but I was actually at Barcade recently and played the arcade version of Crazy Taxi. And boy, 
Do I love that fucking game? That shit is That's, still. Wait, hold on. When when did you when did that happen? When did you go to Barcade? Uh, this was a couple, like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I I I wouldn't have known. I never got an invite. Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to hang out with me and my girlfriend and you third wheeling. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I could have come and hung out for a little bit. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm I honestly friends, surprised but... you didn't want Alex to be there. <laughs> yeah. Want, I don't like, know if I actually just believe be like, that. Hey, I we just decided to go to Barcade. No, it's yeah. fine. I think you know. I understand the invites get lost in the mail. Yeah, and, definitely yeah. the definitely the post postal service. I know you probably well. send it to the like one number off. It's fine. It's fine. Um. So okay, movie game. Uh, favorite Ben and Jerry's. I would say American Dream is very fucking good. Uh, I like fish food a lot. Mm. Um. So I'm gonna go with that. Half baked is a classic too. I feel like I don't want to pick it just because it's almost like the default. It is, but Ben and Jerry's is the best ice cream. There is nothing. No, it's not. It's the best ice cream you could buy in a store, probably. But Fair it's not enough. The best ice cream. I will go with that caveat there. I will. And I, your album, uh, album "Silent Alarm" by Block Party. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm since Alex added book. I'm going to say The Martian. I know it's pretty recent. Oh, you love that shit. I, I, I honestly, I've listened to that book twice and I've read it once, which <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's the, the, the movie's fine. Like the movie's pretty good. Like, but the book is, I like the movie. I thought the movie was good. I do. I like the movie too, but the book is great. And I think the audiobook is actually the perfect version of it. Um, it's so good. Cause it is supposed, it almost is supposed to be exactly like, listened to right because it's like audio logs whereas in the movie it was yeah. like video logs so it's it works right. really well as an audiobook um right my favorite book does. would be childhood's end by arthur c clock oh very great sci-fi book from the 60s uh and it's very short too you can probably read it in a day um and it's fucking awesome um I also just want to add, I guess if I did an album, it would be uh, Sunset Tree by the Mountain Goats. And uh, also, I just want to say the best ice cream flavor anywhere is by Salt and Straw. And it is um, chocolate malted, a salted malted chocolate chip cookie dough. And it is unbelievable. It is. Whoa. It is so good. It's so good. I wish I could have it every day, but I would be a massive load. Uh, it would be a metric shit ton. Maybe not a metric fuck ton, but a metric shit ton. Uh, I like that. That was, a, that was a great question. Tom, you want to read this one from Kristen? I'd love to. Hey, guys. This is Kristen. I'm calling, and I have two questions for you. One, if you had one thing that you didn't want people to ask you, what would it be? For me, it would be, how are you doing? I don't like it. I think that when people say, how are you doing? I feel like I need to say I'm fine. I just think that that's... I just think that's the thing. And the second question is, if you were a video game character, what princess would you save? Thank you. Bye. Um, oh, uh, my least favorite thing for people to say to me is we need to talk. Fuck off with oh. that shit. <laughs> Tell me. I mean, that's, that's not a question. Is it a question? For them to ask. Or can can really. we talk? Can we talk then if we're going to yeah, do that? Is, okay. That's a bad one. Uh, it just just talk to me. If you're the kind of person that says, can we talk or we need to talk or anything like that, there's a really good chance that like I'm going to see you at some point in my day-to-day -day routines. Maybe not that day, but at some point. 
just just drop just tell me what it is because any that shit i fucking hate it yeah um, i could get on board with that and then if i were a video game character what princess would i save um i mean i probably like does aladdin in the aladdin video game count because i've oh, always jasmine. been in love with jasmine i've always been in love with jasmine okay and she's the pink power ranger in the new one so how can i great not go with that great good answers what's her question again what's one, the princess qu- one what's the one question you hate having asked and then what is if you were a video game character which princess would you save um right now it's are you guys trying oh my god people really ask that yep what, what, the what fuck does that is mean? wrong with people are you trying to what have a mean? kid what does that mean i'm sorry are you trying you... to have a are you trying to impregnate your wife oh are you are you having it got it when are you gonna have a baby right got it yeah but it's yeah it, that to me right now is like fuck off like you're annoying me sure um another another one that i don't like is lit- is when because this happens all the time i'll be walking to the bathroom and in my uh office building like there's a bunch of o- other businesses in that building so we don't have like our office's bathroom it's kind of like just the building's bathroom so when i'm walking to or from the bathroom somebody will be walking towards me right so they're going in the opposite direction as me and they will you know some people will be friendly and they'll say hello whatever Sometimes some people will give you the "How are you?" and I'm always like, well, "Do you really want me to answer this? Like, we're we're gonna we're passing each other. I don't know you. I've seen you in the halls before, but like, we don't know each other. I don't even know your name. And you're asking me how am I? But like, we're gonna pass each other. It just doesn't. I get the hello, mm. but the how are you? Yeah, is that just like a nervous thing for people? They just like they know I'm not gonna answer because you you never answer. Nobody it, you never answer it. It's, either. It depends on the intonation. Like if it's like a how you doing. Like that's like a right that that I agree. That's, right okay that's I agree feigning, with you that, that that is that's a replacement for saying like what's up you you know like right. what's up is the same thing like you're not actually right. looking if someone right. actually like went on a diatribe was like actually I'm having a really buff, rough day my right. dad, Could you my have, dad I, just I got think cancer. I would like that would be bad. I'll be like well, I, I think I would story, blow man. the person's mind if they asked me how was I and I stopped in my tracks and I went I'm actually doing pretty well how are you doing like what's going on in your life <laughs> they'd be like I think they would be like weirder? oh. This is weird. Like, I didn't expect for you to stop or for us to have a conversation at all. Like, well, then don't ask me the question. Yeah. Mm. Um, And Disney, I mean, not Disney princess, but um, princess I would save. Come on. Peach. You got to You got to go with. No, Midna. Oh. I'm sorry. What? Midna. I know you're joking and it has to be Zelda. No, it's the real Midna, not the, not the, not the furry. The real Midna. What do you mean? Oh, you mean you mean when she goes back to a twilight form? Yeah. yeah. I know I feel you. I fucking feel you on that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. She didn't ask which princess you would have sex with. She asked which princess you would <laughs> save. <laughs> well, I would save this her. This is some weird like implication shit going on here. Uh I okay, No, fine. no, I, no. I would save Fat Princess then from the video game <laughs> Fat save- Princess. No, Princess this Plum. is ridiculous. You're acting as if Minda is not like a central character to no, a I'm game, and she is a real princess. And okay, fine. I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, no, that's pretty good. I didn't expect you <laughs> to say that, Minda. I yeah, mean, I, I think, I, I think the, I think the, the, the insinuation is that which princess would you save? Because like, you guys are gonna you end up together. Yeah, that is not what I picked up from this. You guys have a weird. You guys, you guys have a. I, fi- well, then I, the, I took this the... as. 
Well, because then it's like it's essentially asking which protagonist in a game are you going to want to play but through. That's the, but that's the cli- no, that's the cliche. You save the princess, you get a kiss at the end. It happened. That's 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 what you get. Maybe most. Of, I mean, in the old, you know, in in ye olden times, that's what you would get. But just what would the? I mean, Rosalina. The, Rosalina. It's not the same way. No, she's a progressive new age woman. <laughs> I say. <laughs> She's burning bras. <laughs> I say. <laughs> I mean, I just I just don't know what the point of the question is if it's because it's... The point of the question? What, what princess She's just asking what princess save? you want to save. Well, because also it's all like, princesses. hey, there's all these princesses that you have to save in games. So maybe she's asking, like, which character do you care about the most also? And, like, which game setting? Like, which one would like, who's you your be favorite, like... Who's your favorite yeah. gaming princess? You can you can care about a woman character and not want to have sex with them. No, is I think, but I also feel like the can. question it doesn't is, sound the question like is open. You can interpret this question however you want. There's no specifics. Well, just, okay, I'm so curi- I would... I'm curious as to, to with the way that it's but also phrased, he it sounds... his intent, but it's your intent. Like wh- however, whichever princess you want to save, it doesn't matter what your intent is. Like you want to save the princess for your own reasons. Okay. So That's what are true. your reasons? Okay, so my reason is I think Midna's a badass, and she lives in a Twilight realm, and she, Princess of fucking Twilight, and she looks sexy when she's not a. Uh, well, you're saying little that. I, I didn't say that. You you said that. I didn't I'm say. Pretty that. sure you were like. Pervert. I'm pretty sure you were like. Uh, no, no, not the Twilight realm version. No, I always said it was not the furry version. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna have. Se- I'm gonna. I'm gonna like. You know. What are you talking about? He's leaving. He's leaving Brittany for Midna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving Brittany at Midna for Midna. I mean, if it was phrased like, which is your favorite video game princess, that's a lot different than sure. phrasing it as... I'm sorry. Did did Chris give an answer? I uh, No. We've, we've just been talking. So if I had to save a princess, I would save uh, my girl Lucina from Fire Emblem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, I like the Fire there? Emblem games. And in them... Like, the one fun thing about the Fire Emblem games is there's all this, like, history and there's all this, like, shipping and stuff. And it's, like, the royal family that Lucina comes from with Marth. It's it's sort of – there's, like, a lot of history so you, there. So, so you, you would get fame gonna... and fortune. And like, yeah, yeah. So, cool yeah, yeah. so you're selfish. So you, you, you'd get you're greedy. You'd, you you want the reward. Yeah. I'm a sellsword. So Tom and I, Tom and I are going for love, the valiant Yeah, but reasons. you don't – but those and, characters and don't usually even really know the princess. Oh my god, this guy's in it for the money. Unbelievable. Well, no, because this she'd guy... also be, you know, like I'm one of I'm one of her, you know, she, they lead us. I'm just a, a subject of the royal no. family. No. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm just doing no, my patriotic duty, no, Alex. No. Which wow. you guys are going to have to do on today's wow. side quest. You guys are going to have to do your patriotic duty. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh okay. Um oh, question. I hate to be asked. Um Oh yeah. Tom and you had both very good ones, which I sort of agree with. Yours, Alex, I have a similar one, which is when are you going to get married? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yep. okay. Especially yeah. at this last wedding I went to with my family because um, it was my cousin's I'm wedding. Sure. And oh, man, that must Therese caught the bouquet. So no. it was Ooh. it was a whole thing all night long, would not stop coming up. So definitely that one. Um, mm. And or I also, you know what I also hate? I hate what's new. What's yeah, new? because then it's That's like I good. have to have some, and I often don't. You know, I also don't like when people bring up the "what do you do" question <sighs> within like two seconds of you meeting. 
It's like, well, all right, can we talk about something else? No, because our, do we define ourselves day. by our work. But I do it every day. Like, it's yeah. what I li- You know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't want to talk about this. Like, this fucking sucks. Yep. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to a voicemail. Hey, guys. So, it's Jay. Thanks for the congrats and everything. That was really cool. Um, Alex needs to learn how to fucking listen or his character is going to be equivalent to the fucking Rattata in Pokemon and worth nothing. No, not well, actually, no, I might do that. Anyway, uh, back to the serious point. Uh, this game, as I've already sent to Tom at this point, or by the time you actually listen to it, uh, is going to be a turn-based RPG kind of like like normal Final Fantasy games, like Final Fantasy VII. It'll be explorable, but it'll be a top-down because the engine that we're trying to use is from a program called RPG Maker, and it just kind of makes where we have to do a top-down style thing. So it will be, like, pixelated, but it's not going to be crazy or anything. Crazy, like, graphics, but it will be a good story, hopefully. I get my story writers with me to uh, do this well. But anyways, so wanted to point that out. And I hope everybody likes the idea. Uh, this would be a good time for Tom to actually read out everybody's roles in the game, if you guys wanted to know. Um, I'll give that to him and everything once I give him the full concept by the end of this week before you guys record. So, stand rank and suck it. So, this is our listener, Jacob, who... What is he... Yeah, so he's the one what that he recently about? got engaged, and he's been I'm making... He's working on, like, an RPG. <laughs> That's a good joke. RPG maker. Sounds like it's top-down. Yeah, no, sounds good. Tom, did you get that and stuff? I'm sorry, or no? I don't always listen. Yeah, I have, I have the document, um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. This, what he sent me, uh, does not include. Um, so the uh, the game is a turn-based RPG. The four of you will move throughout New York, seeing apop- apocalyptic views of monuments, landmarks, etc. Um, oh, hang on, just the way this is formatted is weird. Hmm. Um, yeah uh so we we i have i have a document um that he has sent along which uh thank you very much for that jacob i know he's been trying to get this off the ground but obviously has been busy with um you know getting engaged getting engaged yeah. and all a lot that. of work to make a game a lot of work it a is lot a lot of work, work yeah um so um but there's nothing specifically in here that talks about oh so we all have different elemental powers here it is so christian is the power of water yes i have the I have the power of earth. Dan has the power of air, and Alex is fire. Which yes, yes. that lines up pretty. Yep. pretty it does well. line up. Yep. Yeah, I would say it lines up. Yep. Um, it's going to be around twenty to thirty hours, apparently. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot in this uh, document that I basically hmm. sent him some questions because uh, you know they want to collaborate with us and make sure that we're happy with how it's turning out. And so I sent him a questionnaire, and he's uh, answered these questions. So um, hopefully we'll have more news on that. Jacob will have more news on that soon. I have a, I have a question for you guys. Mm. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't mean to criticize the design here, but. Oh, no. I almost feel like Dan and Tom's elements should be switched. I feel like Dan I feel is, like it's a toss-up. You know, I feel like Tom, Tom talks a lot. He uses a lot of breath. On the show, it's full of hot air. Is yeah, full of hot saying? air. Uh, full of Jesus. air. Dan is very earth-like. He's very rock-like. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Hey, he's he's got a hard bod. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Wait, I don't know. 
I actually don't know. I'd pull that back. I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> you'd what? Nothing. Go on. You'd pull that back. You'll hear it in the edit. I don't know. Just keep going. No. Um, we still got a fucking side quest. We still yeah, have a fu- yeah that, I keep thinking about that. I, all I can oh, think about is how quest. we still have a side quest right. to do. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on. I'm just glad that I got water. And I'm sure Alex is glad he got fire. Uh, Alex yeah. is chuffed. Definitely. Yeah. So. We don't need to do a complaint because I feel like um, we covered the complaint a yeah, little bit. Great. We'll take a week off. Yeah. Take, we'll take a week off from complaints. Well, we did. I mean, I complained about a couple things already. So. Okay. Here we go. All right. It's the first of the month. And this month on SideQuest, you guys are going to go on a very excellent independent adventure. It's going to be Alex and Tom's independent adventure you guys are going back in time because this year's fourth of july party needs to be bigger bolder and greater you guys were like fireworks got to be through the roof we need dogs we need burgers we got everything on the grill but it just didn't feel big enough so you and tom found a physicist that's what she said he's sending your consciousness back in time to pivotal points during the revolutionary war so that you guys can make America really stomp those Brits out. The 13 colonies are going to rise harder than they ever did so that when you return to 2019, you're going to have the biggest, most banging Independence Day you've ever had. But don't fuck it up because otherwise there might not be a 4th of July to return to. Wow, you timed that nicely. You did time that nicely. That was good. (laughs) Uh, That was very lucky. Okay, guys. um, Do you have... You should have your dice rolling dice or apps, whichever you're using today. You're gonna I need, got the app. You need a D10 for your items. You're going to need a D20 for anything that I want you to just roll against me or roll for. Um, D10s, of course, as before with your items, will deal in effectiveness. Now, there are three items because there are originally going to be three of you. So I will allow you to each pick one, and then you can choose amongst you who is carrying the other one um the third item can be shareable but the item you each choose only you can use so choose wisely you have a let's say gallon of super glue but it's pocket size so it's it's you know sort of like um mary poppins bag so it's very small but you know bigger on the inside there's about a gallon of super glue in there Super strength, super glue. Very hard to uh, keep anything from not being stuck to it. You've got a paintball gun that can fire in any color paint you want. It could paint two six by six walls, so there's quite a bit of paint in there. And you've got a cattle prod, which has enough electricity to jolt for, let's say, about 10 minutes straight. Uh, those are your items. Gentlemen, choose wisely before you go back in time. Um, are we like rock, paper, scissoring for who gets to choose which item first? Uh, you guys tell me. I'm just, I'm just your, mer- Tom, I'm just take, your take, merchant. Tom, take whatever items you want. I, I was going to take the cattle prod. Remind me again, what are the items? <laughs> uh, it's a cattle prod, a paintball gun, yeah. and super yeah. glue. And what was the last one? Super glue. All right, I'll take the paintball gun then. Okay, which means you guys can share the super glue. Lucky us. Who is going <laughs> to carry the super useful. glue? Who's going to what? Who's going to carry? We're going to call it super, super glue. Who's going to carry it? I'll, ca- I'll carry the super, super glue. Okay, great. So you have it on your person. So if Tom needs it, 
you need to get it to him. I'll just chuck it. How to big's him. the container? How much glue do we have? It's like the size. It's well, so like I said, it's it's the size of a normal small thing of super glue, but the inside okay, gotcha. actually holds a gallon's worth. It's bigger on the inside. Oh right, right, right. That's why the Mary Poppins, right, right, right. Yep. So you could super glue quite a bit. Let's say there was like a truck. You could super glue a truck down because you're going to come across a lot of trucks in 1776. So mm. we are no. That was a joke. Oh. Please laugh. Okay. Okay, Jeb. <laughs> Thank you for getting that. Jeb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, please, okay. Please, please clap. Yeah. So let's go ahead. And you guys are going to be, you have little wristwatches on. And you're going to go to three different periods in time. Uh, the first of which is the Boston Tea Party. You know, the physicist left you detailed messages, and he said, the Boston Tea Party, you guys need to tip over all of the tea. They threw out a lot of tea. They didn't get all the tea. So if you don't clear all the tea, you know, it's you, you got to hit the marks. Second one, Paul Revere, turns out his horse was having an off night. So you got to watch that horse, make sure that horse is good to go when it comes time for Paul Revere to make his ride. And the third one, of course, is, Alex, what do you think the most pivotal battle in the Revolutionary War history there was? Um, Fort Sumter. That's a good guess. Tom, do you have a guess? I'm guessing Lexington and Concord. Uh, no, you're actually no, going to be like sent to the Battle beginning. of New Orleans. It's very pivotal mm. in the uh, how things turned out. So you guys are going to end up Battle of New Orleans. And uh, those are going to be the three places you have. You're going to have 10 minutes at each zone. So you're going to have to move quickly you're each going to appear. Your consciousness is a very traveler's. Your consciousness is going to be sent back into the body of someone who's already there. So you won't be in your normal bodies. Um, your items will travel with you. We can send objects back, just not living, like, organic objects. So that's why we can only send your consciousness back with the items. You guys ready to go? Ready as I'll ever be. Great. And insert time travel sound here. Oh, God. Okay, so you guys are at the Boston Tea Party. The ship is in front of you. Tom, you are on the vessel right now. You're looking at the captain. Alex, mm. you are with a bunch of the boys. He's in the back. You guys have like your masks on, you know, you're all you're all hiding out and you're ready to strike. There are fifty crates you need to get of tea into the harbor. Your time starts. Am I a man or a woman? Yeah, uh, you're you're all men because the they didn't let women do anything back then. I don't know. Maybe there was like a tough woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's a great question. That is a great question. Uh, you know what? Fine. You are a, you're a tough woman. So you're a tough woman. Tom, you Ably are uh, an insider on the boat. So, you know, they they obviously think you're one of the, like, you're, they think you're one of their guys, not one of Alex's guys. Mm. And your time starts now. Okay, so Tom, this is a rare opportunity for me. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, play with my boobs <laughs> real quick. Because you never played those. with boobs before. Not on my person. No, not on my person. So you have the you have the added, you have both the sensation of feeling boobs and having your boobs felt at the same time. Right, yep. So well, let me one just can give only the... imagine. Right. So give me okay. I'm good with that. So we're done there. You're done. How how that was? How many how many minutes was that? We only have ten minutes. 
Uh, it was a good like twenty seconds. Okay, yeah, so it's not. That's it. The, You're done. Johnson next to next to Alex is one of the guys uh-huh. right next to Alex. Yeah. He looks over and goes, "What are you doing? Feel my tits." Um, <laughs> so what we could do here are is, you I guess, a woman? Could, so I've got the paintball. You're a big huh? woman. <laughs> yeah, I got. Have big you seen Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, I like a big woman. Uh, yeah, do you? Listen, can I sharpshoot? The paintball gun at the crates to maybe push them off. Oh, you can certainly try. You know what I mean? So, like, as of right now, Tom's just on the boat with the other people on the ship. Or he's running mm-hmm. with the cattle prod off of the boat towards you, making a big scene. I don't know if he still wants to be doing that. Like, no, no one knows I don't you're know there. We're past that. I misread the situation. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys like haven't right. made your attack yet. It is dark. So, so, so what's the plan, Tom? Should we just like, just you know, raid it? Just go in ambush real quick and just try to push off as much as we can, or try to tactfully get the crates off the boat? Like maybe you could just go for like a stroll around the boat. You know, do like the whistle, just kind of whistling. Yeah, I think I think if I'm kind of the distraction, mm-hmm. you know, as you go in to get the crates off and draw attention away from from you doing that i think that's the best move or you know what i could do this will get their attention Mm. i could shoot the side of a building with my paintball gun right and like write something like death to brits right or something like that (laughs) and they'll be like what the hell right they won't even know what the hell's going on right so then they'll all come (laughs) off the boat they'll all come off the boat in true video game fashion Right, and then you can just—it's like when you like, throw a rock to distract. Right, right, exactly. Okay, so then during this, the captain of the boat comes up to Tom, and he says, "Okay, now listen here, I'm gonna go settle in for the night. It's just gonna be up to you and Samuel. Samuel's gonna go below deck, take take a sleep. You're on security. I'll be heading out now." I'll be no buying one of them. And then he, uh, no he walks one of them. So then he walks off the ship. So so the captain has left you with Samuel, who's uh, going below deck to take a nap. Tom, I would just go kill Samuel. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I would just kill him. All right, he'll be a martyr. He'll be in the history books as like you know the last stand for the for the tea. Right. Okay. He'll go down. Uh, yeah, he'll I think I'm fine. gonna. Well, I can't kill him. I got a cattle prod, but I'll I can attempt to knock him out. What are you talking about? You got. You could pierce his fucking skull. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not going to do that because I because I, I have a feeling that I'm still going to need to keep my cover for future installments. So I'm going to, you know, like, I'm not going to murder him straight up. I'm not going to make it clear that I've murdered him. That's actually gonna, a smart play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry to I'm break gonna character. Simp- uh, so I'm simply just going to to try and knock him unconscious with the cattle prod. Okay, so you're walking below deck. Samuel's down there, and he's just like, oh, "I'm so sleepy. I'm just gonna just gonna nip one of these bags of tea over here I, from this I, crate. Have a little chamomile and take some shut eye. <laughs> oh my god! Chamomile. I want I want someone to walk into that room that you're recording in right now to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a contained room with with like uh double double thick glass. Oh, I thought it was like that. No, 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 no. no. There's a uh, business room where we've done yeah, that. No. Uh, oh, excuse me, doing a lot of. No, business. I wouldn't do this in a wide open room. That'd be psychopathic. 
That would be really yeah. crazy. Anyway, okay, so, so I step uh, over to Samuel. I'm going to have just a nipper chamomile. And then you go to stab on the back. Can you roll your d10, please? I absolutely can. And I got a two. Okay, so you go to use the cattle prod and you hit the button on it, but your finger slips because you didn't... You, you were you were just doing the ropes. You were bringing, you know, dropping the anchor down. Your hands were a little slimy. And so you, he just got like sparked like a static shock. And then he turns right. around and he goes, oh, what are you doing? Ow, what was that? What, what is that? What is that stick? Oh, I think it was a bug. I think it was, I think there's mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. <laughs> I think there's mosquitoes. You hit me in the back with a stick because you thought there was uh-huh. a mosquito? Yeah, yeah. I tried to he whack it. He was trying it. to get it. Yeah, he was trying yeah. to whack it. Oh. Yeah. Well, stop being yeah. an ass. Go, go back to the deck. Dead. What are you doing? It's my turn to nap. You're on security. I'm going to go to sleep. All right. Okay. So All right. Well, he I go, kicks I you go out back from below now. deck uh, where okay. where there are quite a few crates below deck, mind you. Mm. Yeah, but he's got you his eyes say, on you, right? You should say it's a tea doesn't do well in warm climate. Right. So we should you take him outside. The, you got to take. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Got to take it up above deck and then oops it fell into the water <laughs> uh, mind you you guys have about like four minutes left and you haven't started raiding the boat all Alex, right, you're I'm with just, like I the got... group of people they're all following the big yeah, woman so right big woman big mama so i'm gonna shoot the well uh, i kind of want to create a distraction so i'm gonna shoot the wall i'm gonna say death to brits okay can you roll d10 10 you got a 10 no you want me to roll a d10 <laughs> <Yes. laughs> okay I must have rolled this thing like seven times. I couldn't get anything higher than a five. You cannot keep doing that. <laughs> I know. I got a four. <laughs> okay. So you end up writing D Brits. D E <laughs> Brits. And with only one T. So people don't actually know like what the hell. Yeah, but it's mean. still gotta be awe inspiring. No one's ever seen something like this before. That's true. Everyone everyone that's with you, especially uh Johansson, Johansson was like Oh my god. What is that? Right. Big right, woman exactly. with a big with a big paint weapon or or something. What color were you shooting in? Uh magenta. Okay, so you rolled a 4, so it came out yellow. It's like it, I've never seen a, a vibrant <laughs> sunflower color like that before. It's a, it's un- unbelievable. I love it. Um Do they know what sunflowers are? Johansson does. He knows about big women okay. and he knows about sunflowers. Johansson's a worldly man. Yeah. He knows about big women yeah. and sunflowers. Okay. Uh and he goes uh, so you know, I, I, we, we all appreciate you leading us here, but um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to step on your toes. Uh, but w- the rest of the gang here, we all want to go on the boat, so we're gonna, we're gonna go try and throw. Some all right, of you know tea. what? Fuck it. Let's just, yeah, let's just get on the boats, and then Tom, like, right at, at this point, like with the cattle prod thing, just shove it up his ass, and like kill him, and then we'll just start throwing the tea overboard. Okay, so you're gonna go ridiculous. on the on the boat and start throwing some tea. Alex, can you roll a d20? Yeah, hold on. Let's get there. D twenty, you said. Mm-hmm. I got an eighteen. No joke. Okay. Not cheating. I believe you. I got a fifteen. <laughs> uh, I was rolling for defense on the boat. So since you beat me, you have you and your group throw eighteen of the fifty crates overboard during your during okay. your time. Tom, what are you doing during this? Um, I am um keeping up appearances. No, you should stab Steven, whatever the hell his name is, and start ripping tea bags open. Hey, hey, or maybe you're try not to the start GM. a fire. You're not the GM. You're not the GM. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm suggesting things that you should I'm do. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that Alex. I just don't think. 
the big woman while throwing tea comes downstairs and is yelling at is yelling at Tom. <laughs> Tom's trying to keep up right. appearances. You're coming down there being like, you should yeah, be you're doing like this. stab him, you traitor. <laughs> pour pour the candle oil on the crates and then light it with the candle with the fucking prod. Right, but again. I, I feel that like this is kind of a lost cause at this point, and therefore why I th- I don't want to I don't want yeah, to sabotage my left. position. Yeah, like we're not going to get another thirty-two crates off of here, and I feel like um, if I make it look like I'm trying to stop you, then in the future we're leaving in a minute. But but I feel like our storylines are going to continue into the next aspect. Of the the next time jump, yeah, you know you're I mean? about to jump again. So you have you have time. So Tom, you want to you want to pretend to be trying to stop them, right? Yeah, because you're trying to keep yeah. up appearances, and then you guys are still yeah. trying to throw crates overboard. So both of you roll d20s. We're gonna see how effective you are at this. Seven. I got eleven. Okay, so Tom, you're very good at selling everyone on the fact that you are Brit. Everyone believes it so mm-hmm. much so. That they only throw seven crates overboard. Um, mm. So that gives you guys a total of 25, which is not bad. But historically, and you don't bother looking it up because I already looked it up. They threw over about 30 crates. So you guys are going to fall slightly short because the time you hear it. And you guys are sent to the next time. So the next time is coming. Wait, they only threw over 30 crates? Yes. And you guys That's only it? threw over 25. You're aiming for the full 50. So, so far, so far, you know, you maybe have, have rustled up, let's say, similar, similar uh, amounts of future patriotism. Because although it does say D-Brits, at least everyone's like, how did they even paint the side of the boat? Like, I don't... All right. How do they do yeah. that? So, so that definitely makes up for the five you missed. But it, it, it didn't uh, inspire anyone just because they were like, we, we should have got someone that knew how to spell... Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so particular. Uh, so, Alex, couldn't couldn't ninety percent of the people living back then not even fucking read? Uh, that's true. I don't know if it's ninety. Ninety seems high. Yeah. All right, we're in I time mean, jump. I, I made up the ninety. Oh, t- Tom's ready. Yeah. To go. So you guys just jumped forward, and Tom, you again, thanks to your perfect, uh, you you do such a good fake UK accent. So it's great to have you here on the show. So you are oh, playing. Blimey. <laughs> that was pretty good. Wanker. That was pretty good. Um, so you are on like a little sloop. So right now the British, That's the boat, British right? are coming, but you are coming ahead so that you can warn Alex. Alex is hanging out with his buddy Paul at the bar. So Alex and Paul are at the bar. You're coming in. Because this is how Paul finds out ahead of time. The whole rest of the story is bullshit. It's actually a secret inside man. So, Tom, you, you're you at the sloop. you got to travel to them. You guys have about 10 minutes here. Alex, you know now for a fact that that horse is being – there's something kind of off with it. So, like, you got to make sure that horse is ready to go when Tom gets there and, like, to warn people. Or maybe you want to try and jump the gun. So – you got to figure out what the best way forward here is so that you can make sure Paul tells even more people than he did in the past. Because in the past, he told about a thousand people. So we're going to see how many people he can tell tonight that the British are coming. And go. Tom, you're in the sloop. Alex, you're at the bar at Paul. Where are we starting first? A sloop is a... What's a It's sloop? a little like one to two man ship. It's like a little rowboat. Okay. 
So I got to row to them. Well, I'm just going to Yeah, try you've got a small little sail if you want it. Oh, it's it's the it's the little How mini the one to two person boat that How they the have in conditions? Sea of Thieves, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. How how are the wind conditions? Uh, wind's looking okay. Wind's looking okay. You wanna you wanna roll that sail up? Yeah, let's do the sail. Okay, can you roll? Because I don't me? want it. Because we're gonna we're gonna have to notify a ton of people. I don't want to waste any kind of yeah. strength. Absolutely. Rowing. Absolutely. You, can you roll for me? A ten. You got a ten? Okay, and I got a five. No, 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 no. I you want me to roll a ten? No, a d twenty. A d twenty. I got 11 again. Okay, and I got a 5. So, yeah, you have wind on your side, and although you took the risk of opening the sail, no one sees it. Because that's obviously a concern. If someone saw a little sloop heading out from those ships, they'd be like, whoa, we have a turncoat. We're red coats. Maybe this guy's wearing a blue. I don't know what's going on over here, but it's turned ours inside out. You got away with it. So you are are setting sail. You'll You'll be hitting shore in about a minute. So... So, but you have about a minute to waste here. So, Alex, let's check in with you and Paul. Paul looks at you and he goes, "Checking in here. Yeah, I'm here with Paul. We're at the bar. There's uh, some, some good ale. Oh, is he getting drunk? Something good. Um, well, I, I would super glue his mouth shut so he can't drink, but then he won't have a voice to warn the the peeps. Have you seen my horse Skipper outside? Oh, that's right. I gotta go talk to the horse. All right, so I'm gonna go outside. Where are you going? I gotta go check on your dumbass horse. I'll come with you. Let's go take a look at the old girl. So you and you and Paul, you head outside. You go take a look at the horse. Um, you go over to where the horse should be, and the horse is not there. Uh oh. <laughs> where where is old Skipper? She's got. Oh no! I must not have tied her down. I do this all the time. Don't worry. We'll f- we'll find her. You just there's, gotta whistle. There's no way Paul Revere has like a southern. What is going on? I here? usually just got Alex. What you weren't is there. This? <laughs> Neither were you. <laughs> so you don't know what accent he's doing. Excuse me, I am Paul Revere. Oh my god! Uh, don't worry. Usually, it only takes me about five ten minutes. I just got a whistle. I could find. I find old Skipper. Uh, Skipper! Oh my god! All right, so whistle her over. Fuck. And he's just like walking around, and it's clear he's like a little intoxicated. He's like serpentine walking. He can't really stay straight, and he's not a good whistler. So this is not looking good for you finding this horse soon. Tom, you have just arrived on shore. You can see Alex and uh, Paul pretty far away. They're not too far, but close enough you can see them. They're, so, they're holding lanterns while they walk around outside. Uh, they're whistling while they work. So I'm going to I'm going to make my way <laughs> over. T- I'm going to make my way over to them uh, as quickly as possible. But again, we don't want to raise any alarms. Mm. So I want to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, exude caution here over speed because I don't want to botch mm. the whole plan. So I'm I'm definitely being cautious. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna sort of um, we'll say you're gonna you're gonna jog crouch. over to them. Yeah, you're gonna you know in a video run. game where you press circle to crouch and you're like yeah a crouch run. You're gonna do a crouch run, yeah, which is like the same yeah. as like a jog. So you're you're moving at them at a at a at a decent pace, and on your way up there, Tom, you see off to the left side, you see quite a good looking steed, a real bucking stallion, one might say. This is a big. Mm horse he's hanging out in the grass brought it right for what purpose though <laughs> like to steer it toward you <laughs> comedic value comedic value okay i'll i'll do it i want to i want to jab it with a cattle prod okay so you're gonna you're gonna hit this horse with the cattle prod yep 
Uh, okay, you roll a d10. What is your hope here? For comedic value. to us. Okay, so you're trying to push this horse over to them. Yeah, uh, I got a seven. Okay, so you do this. You sp- where you, let's say you, you go for the butt. Yeah, in the ass. Okay, it, in in the hole. <laughs> no, 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 like on the cheek. Okay, so <laughs> you you tap its left cheek. It uh, kicks back, almost nails you in the face. Does hit your arm. Doesn't break it, but it does kind of knock you on your ass. Knocks the wind out of you, um, and it just takes off and it is racing into the town so now let's go over to alex and paul oh skip up yeah so what we're gonna do is we're gonna fill the um and then you see so we're gonna fill and the horse is like barreling towards you alex yeah so we're gonna put we're gonna put super glue in the paintball gun i'm gonna shoot super glue at the ground and by the horse's hooves and we're gonna stop him in his tracks Okay, you gotta roll two d tens. <laughs> okay, I don't think Alex has any future planning other than stopping this <laughs> five and a ten. Okay, wow, that's this is this is sort of brilliant. I actually love this, and I didn't anticipate these items being used in this way. That's great. I love it. Um, okay, so <laughs> okay. the the gun definitely shoots the super glue. Um, you got a five on the super glue, so it didn't work quite the way you wanted. So it is, it is pretty sticky, but it's not like too sticky. Um, it's Look, been thinned out. The, oh, it's you, just tripping them up. You, it does use up all of the super glue. So you are no longer going to have any more super glue. Um, so you've shot this at the ground. The horse <laughs> stuck. <laughs> stopped in its tracks stuck. oh my god uh tom you sort of jog up behind it you should be you're getting close at this point and you hear paul still going skip oh my god fuck paul tom get on the horse and warn everybody yeah i think i think we need to knock paul Revere out of the equation here i think he was <laughs> getting in the way so i'm gonna yeah. prod him in the neck yeah <laughs> okay. and i think we just i think it's the midnight ride of tommy okay Cass. can you roll yeah. the d20 D20, I got a 16. Okay. Um, all right. So you, you're you going to get him in the neck? Yeah, right in the neck. All right. So you walk up behind him, and he's still just going, Skipper. And you click that thing on, and unlike last time, your hands are not slippery. You are not going to get winded, and you get him in the neck, and he goes down like a sack of potatoes. What do you what do you do with what do you do with of history? Drunk. So you're just gonna leave him on the road. Yeah, he's just there. Okay. Yeah. Uh okay, so now you have Listen a knocked my out children, Paul and you shall have the midnight ride of Tommy Kaz. <laughs> you guys you have knocked you've knocked you're out. You're not coming Revere. along, Tuna? <laughs> no, you get all the credit. So listen yeah, listen, my children, and you shall have the Midnight Ride of Tommy Cass. <laughs> that's that's the, they'll know the song for years to come. Okay, but you have one problem. This horse, you have a big old buck and bronco. He's glued to the ground. He's glued to the ground. <laughs> no. He's well, also here's what's he's happening. a There's... pretty big, tough horse. Like, no one, not necessarily, uh, you know. So, so who, you, Tom, you're going to attempt to ride this horse. No, forget it. I'll give you a piggyback ride. We'll go through the town. Yeah, let's do that. You're gonna so you just glued a horse down. And you're just gonna leave it. Yeah, we can't unglue this horse. Okay. Well, how are we gonna unglue it? Okay. I have nail polish. Can I can I bring nail polish remover? No, 
What about the paint? The paint solvent, I think, de- deteriorates glue. You can definitely try. It's up All to right, what... We'll take the paint. Okay, so you're going to do that. All right, roll your D10. Yeah, five. Um, It loosened it, so it can kind of like pull its hands up. If you've ever seen Land Before Time, when the dinosaurs get stuck in the tar pits, it's like they're not completely immobilized, but it needs it needs some help. It needs some help if you're going to be able to unstick it. So if, if you guys want to try and pull it out when you ride it, or if you're going to piggyback, you need to decide now because you're down to your last minute or so. What do you want to do, Tom? Uh, I think the piggyback ride is the way to go. All right, we'll do piggyback. Okay, so you basically shot your load of your glue and your paintball gun. You still have some paint in the paintball gun, but not. You, you've used about half of it, uh, ultimately just so that you could ride, you could give Tom a ride on your back. So I'm going to need you both to roll D20s for me. 15. 11. Okay, so you did 15, Alex. Tom did 11. I did a 13. So here's how this is going to work. Oh, jeez. Alex, you did 15? Yes. Okay, so that means you would be able to carry him to 750 homes. Not quite the 1,000 we need. And Tom, you did 11, which means your voice would only hold out for about 550 of those houses. But you lost to me, so we're going to cut it in half. So basically, you're just not going to be loud enough (laughs) for people to hear you. Or they're oh, not going right. to believe you because they're going to hear your accent. So you guys are only going to alert 275 homes during this time. Remember, Paul wow. Revere, that drunk, stupering idiot, had you left him and not knocked him out, would have found his horse, according to history, and been able to alert 1,000 people. So you, by knocking out Paul Revere, you have diminished the alert of the British's arrival by... 75 percent um had the two of you just taken off and done your piggyback ride you could have added 25 percent to that had you left paul to his whistling and skipping but uh unfortunately that's not the case and before you have time to uh be sad about this turn of events here and you're in your final phase you're at the battle new orleans Come on down to the Battle of New Orleans. Now, here's the thing. So, Tom, you guys have continued to be in the bodies of, you know, opposite ends of the spectrum. Although, Tom, you are, of course, as we know, a turncoat. You're working with the Americans. Um, It's a little tougher now because you're actually at the battlefield. So you have a red coat on, you know. So you you guys need to figure out how you're going to make this play out, what you want to do here. Um, you both have rifles. You have, let's say, 20 pieces of ammo. You can fire them. You can use your D10 for your guns during this battlefield. Uh, you're out in an open field. There are some trees to take cover behind. There is a tavern off to the side. It's weird. There's nothing else there but a tavern. So if you want to meet in the tavern, you can attempt to do that. But remember, Alex, you are with the revolutionaries. Tom, you are with the redcoats, even though you're actually a revolutionary. So you're going to have to be careful that obviously you're not caught. Um, mm-hmm. Because also at the same time, the revolutionaries may take shots at you. So, you, you know, if you die here, you won't die in the future, but you will be sent back to the future. Oh, shit. This is tied into back to the future. Very cool. 
<laughs> that's where that whole DeLorean thing came. Yes, <laughs> that's I. I had them bring it this morning just so I could I could conceive of this whole thing. Do this yeah. joke, and just you know, I just needed to get in the right mental state to make a side quest episode. It really takes a lot of work to do that. Um, okay, so Tom, Alex, you're on the field. You have ten minutes. The British lose I mean, I, this I battle, think I'm gonna take, but they I'm... end up surrendering. Alex, your goal is to just wipe them out. <laughs> I okay, mean, so here's, that's here's what I'm thinking, but Tuna. Here's what I'm thinking, Tuna. Yeah. I think that as great as the Revolutionary War is, the American experiment has clearly turned into a monstrous <laughs> behemoth oh, really? that is destroying everything in its path. <laughs> and maybe we have a chance here to change history. So what? I'm saying... Let's just go to the fucking pub, man, and have a beer and just like, let's see how this plays out. Because it's got to be whatever happens that is, that's different has got to be better than the hell we're living in now. <laughs> Thoughts. Uh, let me just just Thoughts. so you know, fact wise. Um, so typically in the past, the Americans had 50 men here at this battle. The Brits only had 30. But because there were much less people alerted back during Paul Revere's time. Where are you getting your facts, by the way? <laughs> Bullshit.com? Alex, we don't look up facts on this show. So, okay. so if... Okay. So Historically, because, everyone had cattle props. Yes. Because, right. because of the events that happened with Paul Revere, the British haven't been knocked back quite as much as they were in the past. So it's actually a 50-50 fight. Remember, you guys each have a... Yeah, do you want to really quite a bit of bullets here, here, Tuna? Do you want to die so, here? Not really. Do you want to but be maybe a Maybe I can use my womanly charm. You like the British culture. Yeah, you're culture. a big woman. You're watching Countdown. You're watching 8x8 eight eight on Countdown or whatever it's called. Yeah. Eight by it's 8 out of 9 <laughs> cats countdown. 8 out of 9 eight cats. Out of ten, 8 out of 10 cats does countdown, damn it. Right. Just imagine how much more of that content you'd have in your life if you lived in Great Britain too. Wait, would America be called Great Britain mm. too? Yeah. Like, as in no, the number two. Like call it or New Britain. No, New I like Brit it as New Great Britain. Britain 2. I think that's good. Great Britain 2.0. Yeah. I bet you if I take my clothes Carl off. Carl Pilkington would Gemma, have penetrated the culture much stronger. You know what I mean? It sounds like, like Alex's character is about to get penetrated. What are you doing? You're taking your clothes off? <laughs> yeah, Big Gemma's going to take her clothes off, and the, the Redcoats are going to be awestruck at such a voluptuous woman. But what about and your side? They've seen it already. I've already had sex with every single one of them, so it's nothing new. <laughs> okay, so you are standing up, walking out into the center of the field. Like, Describe to me what you're doing. You don't even need to roll uh, for this. Out. I may have you roll for the effect, but tell me what you're doing. Um, standing, I'm, I'm raising my hands up, mm -hmm. right? walking out there, um, slipping off the old dress, mm -hmm. boobs. You're still carrying out. Your, your, your rifle. No, there's no weapons. No rifle. No, nothing's okay. going on. No. Totally naked. Stark naked. Coming in the middle of the field, and I'm saying, hey, guys, want some of this? Come and get it, buzz. And um, with a Z. So the general, which, Tom, you're sort of the general's right-hand man here over at the uh, Redcoats, just because you've been around for so long. Um, he turns to you and he goes, Tom, uh, Tom's tweeting while we, while we play this. I'm not tweeting. It said you did. I tweeted. You have alerts. Like oh do you have alerts? No, this is from ten. Tom? No, this is from ten hours ago, and it just 
notified me now. What the hell? Can't your phone? Yeah, why are you looking at your phone, Tuna? I didn't. The thing just lit up. What do you mean? <laughs> We've got a water lose. <laughs> well, uh, Gemma's big Gemma's walking out there with her big, big boobs. Gemma. Okay, so big Gemma yeah. walks out there, and the general of the Redcoats turns to Tom and he goes, "Hold your fire, boys." This is how the Brits sound at the time. Hold your fire, boys. Is that how they sounded? That's yeah, a big I'm woman. I'm saying, come and get it. Come and get it. Let's go. That's a woman. And I lay down on the ground. And I, 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 shout out to, I shout out to everyone around. I'm like, don't fall for it. We all know women. We've got more attractive women back in Britain. You don't. And then, you, the and then he, the general pulls, the general pulls his sword out, and he's of course on a steed. He's actually on the steed. And by that sword, was, and by sword, you mean penis? No, no, he pulls his his giant sword out. He pulls his he pulls his giant dick out. Yeah, and um, he's on, on the same but horse. But then I take the cattle prod and I electrocute it. <laughs> no, none of this has happened. Yeah. So he pulls his sword out. He's on top of the horse. Penis. He's on top. Yeah. I'm going I'm to sure just cut is. everything you're saying until penis. I get to say this. <laughs> So he pulls your sword. <laughs> he pulls his sword out because he hears Tom dissenting Penis. his command to his men. Of course, they're in line. That's how the Brits fight. So there's five rows of ten people, and he sticks it at Tom. And he said, "Do not listen to this coward. We do not fight women. We are better than that. Hold your fire, boys!" And so, like, they all just this is why he's got his walking, penis in Tom's face. They stop marching. And they're not firing now. They're all looking at the big woman. He does have a big erection. So now what, Tom? Maybe my boys should just shoot at all your guys. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> We've got a chance here to lay down our arms. Look, our side... I already did. I'm sitting out there stark Yeah, naked. but you can convince the other. Like, like our side is already, like... This is, like, the, the footy match uh, during uh, World War II, where the Germans... The German side and the English side just played a game of soccer on no man's land. Okay, that's that's World War One. World War One, but it's Christmas World War One. Yeah, come on, you ever see Doctor Who? Yeah, get with it. So we have a chance to do have the same. You know, we just you know let's 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 bring the best of both worlds. Fine, I'll tell my guys they can put it in the ass, and you tell <laughs> you tell yours. Let's go. We'll meet in the middle. All right, let's do it. All right, we're so, suing. We're, we're 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 looking for a peaceful resolution here, Chris. So, Alex, you're saying don't yeah. fire, right? Right. And yep. the Brits already have paused firing. Um. So then the captain goes, "Fuck that! That's all woman. We ain't giving her away to them Brits. Fire, boys!" And they just start unloading on the Brits. So. <laughs> They, in their first volley, wipe out 18. So it is now 50 to 32 Americans versus Brits. Tom, can you roll a d20 for me? We're going to find out if you died in this first round of firing. Okay. I got a 10. You survived. I rolled an 8. So you are alive. You just watched a bunch of your people get wiped out. Now, historically, the Brits, they give up during this fight. They're not wiped out. The goal here is for the Americans to wipe them out for the 4th of July to be bigger and better. As of right now, you guys have actually, if anything, hurt the future of America. You've made it weaker, less patriotic, less fireworks, less hot dogs. (laughs) I think that's fine. Well, (laughs) more volleys are going to come. So right now, all of the Americans are reloading their weapons because, you know, it takes a little bit of time back then. 
they're going you know pouring the pouring the black powder in they put the little ball in they got the the thing they're like how how wet is was the earth the ground that we're standing on has it rained recently what the hell oh that's a great question well you're so you're down by the bayou because you're in the battle new orleans and this is before they really were able to take care of them all them aquifers because they are as you know new orleans below sea level so yeah so it's moist it's wet it is a moist so i'm going moist place i'm going to take my cattle prod and i'm going to attempt to electrocute the entirety of the american forces by kind of stab cranking the knob to 11 on this cattle prod Mm -hmm. and attempting to like stab the ground and electrocute the earth like four okay so you're just trying to knock knock everyone out. out yeah great in one fell swoop okay um q roll your d10 Ooh, I got a nine. And I got a seven. So, Tom, you pull out the cattle prod, and two things happen. So before you, like, run forward and stab it into the ground, very Thor-like, that same horse that you scared many years prior with Paul Revere, he sees that cattle prod, flips a lid, kicks back, knocks one of your own guys down, so now the Brits are down to 31, but then takes off the commander who died but he still held up on the horse he's he's very quickly rigor mortis set in fast just fast rigor mortis and so his his sword is just hanging down and so while that's taking place while the horse is just taking off towards the americans they all start firing at him because it just looks like the captain is charging them which allows you to run forward and just do that very very cool very thor bring me thanos moment um you shock all of the american troops so can you, roll, can you roll a d20 for me? 17. Okay, and we're going to give you double your roll, so you knock out 34 of them. So you shock all 50, Ooh. 34 are just knocked unconscious, which means now there are 31 standing British troops, technically 30, because you're supposed to be fighting for the Americans, and there are 16 American troops standing. Alex, you're still standing in the field naked. What do you want to do here? You guys have about a minute left to resolve. One side's either got to give up or wipe out the other. What are you guys going to do? Uh, we'll give up. We'll give the up. The Americans are giving up? Yep. Could you could you make that happen? Uh, listen, fellas. Yep. Big woman. The war's lost. Mm-hmm. Yep. The big... Uh, let's let's go to the bar. Let's have an ale. I could go for a... Uh, Call it a day. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. But what about, what about yeah, them definitely. red coats? Uh, they're going to join us. We're going to have a grand old time. We're going to start a brand new country with them. Um, Tom, you are their current commander because the commander got wiped out. You were second in line. What, are you going to command your guys to stand down and uh, accept their surrender? I'm going to accept their surrender. Okay. And you guys all head into the pub? Yeah, sounds good to me. Yep. And you guys all head into the pub? Yeah, yeah. Have a, have a pint. And you have a pint. Have a British pint. Have a British pint. So let's... uh. Go you forward. guys are going to have the metric system. You're going to love it. <laughs> and uh, welcome <laughs> to your first ever 4th of July, which is not actually a holiday anymore in the United States of Canada, the great nation of North Canada. So what ends up happening throughout history is obviously, of course, you know, the uh, the Brits win. The Americans don't end up taking over because of your failure here. And, you know, of course, 
imperial the, the empire get rule. rid of slavery yeah, about 100 like, years earlier that absolutely happens and uh, you know the whole idea of having a british empire it's just it's too impossible it's too big of a world you know the world becomes too connected and so it, it very much the same way that canada seceded all of the colonies seceded there's actually much a much larger like first nation there's much more uh, Native American representation because they didn't get wiped out by many of the awful things that would have happened had the Americans taken over. So, like, really, you know, you may you may think in some ways that this is better, but you know, there's no hot dogs. There's no hot dogs. So, oh no, what a tragedy! And no fireworks on Fourth of July. Um, so let me say, yeah, can, that's funny. let me say, I fucking hate. Congratulations, fireworks. guys! I'm gonna on, miss the hot dogs, though. This is typically, let me just do this. I should have had the outro going for this. I meant to, but. So yeah, there's there's no hot dogs left. You guys are going to miss them. There's no Impractical Jokers because it's, That's yeah, BS. I mean, look, the New York attitude just never took hold. Everyone's a lot more pleasant. Everyone's nice to each other. No one insults <laughs> each other for fun. Uh, it's just, it's a very brave, new, different world. There's universal healthcare. Who knows what's going on? Oh, it's crazy. Dude. And the reality of it is, Alex, you did fail. You did lose, in many ways, this week's side quest. But, Tom, would you like to reveal your winnings? I was a triple agent this whole time. What? <laughs> Yet, Tom. My whole plan. Uh huh. Tom, Tom oh, is, uh, was not actually a turncoat for the Brits. He was a real British soldier who was pretending to be a turncoat. Yep. Okay. All right. Should have seen it coming. He didn't want to burn that Should've... ship down. He he was like, sure, I was like, how am I going to pull this off without Tuna knowing? But you know what's hilarious? Tuna got in his own way. He was his worst enemy. <laughs> he really He's like, was. let me glue this horse to the ground. You know what? Let's take out Paul Revere. <laughs> let me whack out my tits during the Battle of New Orleans. It's it's really unbelievable <laughs> how. <laughs> How it didn't even cross my yeah, mind. Yeah, and also the fact that you almost have to because knock out every Paul idea Revere. was my own. Having him knock out because I basically sabotaged it for you. You, he Alex, was, he did all the dirty work for me. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> you didn't have to do shit. Alex. You ruined because I was like, the I was like, I was like, in my mind, I was like, I've, I was like, oh, there's got to be a way that I can like convince Tuna that we have to like knock Paul Revere unconscious, and then he recommended <laughs> that we do it. I was like, Great. you know what's so funny. My, I don't think my roommates, my new roommates that I have, know that I record this podcast. So mm. I'm like <laughs> saying all of this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? That's amazing. Oh, good stuff. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, now knowing that you were the double whatever agent and the fact that I suggested all this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like in the in a movie where it, like the flashbacks happen. It's all in like, black and white, and it shows all the moments where, you know, all the clues. Yeah. yeah. Like how, <laughs> how I was like, let's leave the tea under the boat. Like, right. The only place but where I was... Alex should have really picked up on it was the tea. Because at the beginning, Alex was like, just kill this guy and, like, burn down the ship. And you were like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Alex, right. why did you take yeah. eight minutes to go on board the ship? I don't know. <laughs> he was, bu he was busy painting a fucking mural on the side. Yeah, I had different priorities. Yeah. I had different things in mind. Man, 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 man. Um, Tom, did you happen to listen to side qu the uh, level level up this week? 
No, so oh. yours, your, yours, no, I have not heard it. So this week's level up, had you listened to it, myself, Naeem, and Matt came up with this week's side quest, and we revealed what everyone would have to do to win or lose, and that you would be a double agent, and how you could possibly best use the tools we were going to give you. So had wow. any of you listened, you would have had a leg up. Alex, if you had listened, yeah. you would have known. Well, Alex doesn't even know Correct. what the he Patreon, doesn't even know what how to access the Patreon. Um, I mean, actually, I don't think that's so true. So what I think was I supposed to point. use the shit for? But, uh, oh, well, so the glue, I mean, there are a variety of ways the glue could be used. One is definitely to, to keep the horse down. Um, the paintball gun, because that wasn't Paul Revere's horse, uh, a good way to use the paintball gun would be to paint the horse to look like Paul Revere's horse, which was a white horse versus the, like, large brown stallion you had found. Um, the glue could also have been used top by Tom to, like, glue down some of the crates so that they couldn't be moved which he could do in secret time could just be like oh yeah it can't like pick up the crates here like for some reason they're like stuck they're too heavy i'll have to wait for you guys to get here so that it would take you a lot longer to actually remove the crates from the ship uh and of course the cattle prod's just a weapon like one of them is just straight up a weapon which we had thought like, the cattle prod could be used to burn down the ship or attack the horse, a variety of ways. The cattle prod was the only one that was actually used really in the way that we anticipated, which um, I do have to say the Thor-like hammer smash with the cattle prod at the end, I couldn't have asked for anything better. That was very good. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> We've got hot dogs to eat. Yeah, I got hot dogs. I got a hot dog eating contest to watch tomorrow morning. Let's go. Alex. Christian. Can you, can you tell us where people can find you? Sure, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter, Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation, and Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. Great. Tom? Great Britom on each and every available platform. Except, like, Reddit and shit. I'm not on that, so don't bother with that. Uh, we are playing The Outer Wilds on our Game Pass Game Club. We'll be talking about that next week. We'll still talk about it again in the future, but next week is we're going to... We're going to go in-depth. It'll be the second and fourth week of every month. Uh, we'll be talking about different Game Pass games. We'll always let you know which ones we're playing and talking about. I am, of course, at Christian underscore Humes. That's on the internet. Uh, you've got all our info for all our contacts, for games, our gamer tags, whatever. It's all in the show notes, along with our email, email on rankpodcast.com. It's got our phone number. You can call us, leave a voicemail, because we like to hear from you, but we like to hear you. That's 805-738-8692. And please, as always, everybody, stay unranked. And have a very independent suck it. Day. <laughs>